0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo,
1: we live?
2: Alright, we live, we live, man. How was your weekend, bro? Uh man. Uh, the weekend was pretty, uh, pretty good overall, man. Puppy blues, man, house house training. I mean, you, you, know and, you and
1: Umar got to, I don't imagine he going to be an easy dog to train, you know what I'm saying? And
2: we was good for like, you know, first four days, and then last two days, I don't know, I guess my schedule, my schedule on the weekends is a little different than it is Monday through Friday, so got you. I think that kind of messed up <laughs> just a little
1: Which bit. What I worked on, yeah, yeah man. Yeah, so. I got to hire you know. a little, little nigga to go by there and let him out.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean, so. Other than that, man, you know, cool weekend. That's what's up, bro. Watch the fighting shit last night. Man. How you feel about that, man? I was entertained, dog. Uh, nah. The whole night, low key. I was entertained. Uh, I was entertained, man. I be, I be kind of frustrated with niggas, though, man. Yeah, niggas jump online. I seen niggas online. I, you nigga, I can't believe niggas spend fifty dollars. <laughs> I, I, niggas waste my nigga. Y'all buy four hundred dollar bottles of thirty dollar liquor in the club. 50, weekly. 50, weekly. 50, what's 50 bucks, my nigga? <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what 50 bucks is, though. I was one of the victims of the Showtime app yesterday. No. Um, so I got caught up in that. My man who crib we was at streaming only house, so we ain't had an option to go just get it on pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it, I'm, I'm a streamer. Lesson only. learned. Lesson learned.
2: Streaming um, only. And yeah. I didn't even so I bought the pay-per-view before Showtime was even involved. Mm. I bought it through a FamiO website. Got you. And, yeah. Um, so I streamed it from my Mac. I mean, my iMac to my to the TV. Apple. I mean, what you call AirPlay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the TV. It was a couple of times I had to go refresh the page. Yeah,
1: yeah. We um and, and by the time it was funny because FamiO was like taking advantage. I saw whoever runs their social. Plugging it in a few pages, like, hey, our link's working just fine. And, um, but by the time I saw it, it was halfway through the main event. I got
2: the shit with $24.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was, and we had already paid for it. So then it was like, all right, it's halfway through the main event. Plus, we already paid for it. And from what I was seeing online, he was going to knock that nigga out at some point. I was like, all right, man, I'm through. But
2: that I, didn't happen. I wasn't convinced that 154 pound Floyd Mayweather was going to knock out 200 and something pounds.
1: I didn't think it, but some of them punches. Caught boy a little different for sure. I, when I saw the replays, yeah. I was like, "But like Ooh.
2: a power shot from a, a small guy, yeah, on a yeah. big frame person, yeah." I one hundred percent. I'm ninety nine percent figured Floyd yeah. was gonna give him some, give him some. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it was that one punch though that had him fall into Floyd's arm like they fell in love. Nigga. It was yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he he he, he stunned he, he slept him and then yeah. like Yo, nigga, wake up, wake up. Yeah, wake up. like get up we still have money to make, dog. I wonder, um. If like the the inability to access the Showtime app will mess with the buys. Like if they have to refund people or whatever.
2: I wonder if that'll mess with the buys and mess
1: with the money potentially.
2: Nah, I don't think I think that's a different um a different different metric. leg, yeah. Like uh Dubai is Dubai. Mm-hmm. Them initial numbers and shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I was one of the victims. So I didn't get to see it. I had to watch everything via Twitter. So the app yeah. didn't work at all or No, it never worked. I'll tell you exactly what time it came back up. About Mm. 11.41 mm. was the time that it finally worked, but it said offline from 8.05 till
2: 11.41. Oh, that sucks. It you never know, did anything, bro. Because Fameo doesn't have... Like, I got a Samsung television mm-hmm. that has... Airplay built in, and it mm-hmm. has the Apple TV app built in, but the TV was watching the fight on. I don't have my actual Apple TV box got connected. Got so a part of me was like, you know what? I should just, and like, it's only 50 bucks. I should just use the Showtime app and yeah. download. I'm like, but why would I pay $75? I bought it early, For so that, I wouldn't yeah, have to pay. Yeah, I'm like, fuck
1: it. I'm just going. No, nah, you definitely made the right move, because um, we actually, we had Caught it on. We had it on at 8 o'clock, and then got an error that told us like, your signal's bad. Refresh. So, you know, we do all the troubleshooting thinking it's on our end. And then it don't take long for the internet yeah. to catch it. And um then the uh president of Showtime boxing. I need to confirm this, but I saw several people say that he made a statement that he wasn't refunding people. So nigga, take it on the chin.
2: I don't think he got the I don't
1: Showtime will make sure people get their money back, even if the president of Showtime boxing
2: it, it even... doesn't
1: yeah. But apparently, <laughs> apparently, whatever his statement was, because I was looking through the comments and people were reacting to it, his statement was like, and what, nigga? Like, what you gonna do, nigga? Check that
2: out with your cable provider, unless you're going through the
1: app Well, specifically. And that's what he was responding to. And they said, but he's still a Showtime app. Yeah.
2: And like, nigga, I'm, I'm that's like, the nigga in front of Comcast fulfillment department telling yeah. you he's gonna give you some money off your Like, yeah, and that
1: nigga said he ain't refunding nobody. And niggas was like, I don't Fan,
2: know, Was who was that? Steven Espinoza? I or? believe so. Yeah, nigga, he don't. He don't. He not the type that will say nothing wild. Like yeah, that,
1: it was. A, I didn't see the exact statement, but I saw enough responses to make me think somebody said something wild. But um, yeah. Other than that, man, salute to Floyd for making a bag.
2: Enjoy- salute to the
1: Paul nigga for making enjoy- a bag.
2: I enjoyed the whole night.
1: Yeah, I did see the whole Chad fight online. That I, was I, fun. I
2: enjoyed the whole night. I I enjoyed the fact that it was exhibitions mixed yeah. in with actual with fights. real fights. Yeah, um, and we got two good real fights. Yeah, um, I'm glad Jared Hurt lost. I was about to say uh, <laughs> he a weight bully. Yeah, you know he beat Tony Harrison and uh, like you know shout no, out to Tony Detroit. What up though? The first two L's that Tony took, he was winning. He was winning the whole fight and then get ca- caught late. Yeah. But he a weight bully. As far as like yo, will the fighter be contracted at one fifty four. Mm-hmm. I'll make weight and I'll come and in a hundred and seventy. Yeah, or you know what I'm saying? Come I don't, in crazy. He Javante. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like niggas like that who they be three three weight classes up fight night. Yeah, and like and the way in that's niggas how, barely making it. And like, oh, I'm one hundred and fifty four. And also when Jared Heard lost his title and and they asked him about he didn't want to run the rematch back to get his belt back. Yeah. Fam, you out of here.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> this nigga, like, it's rules. <laughs> like. It's rules and regulations that yeah. say you can't do that, bro.
2: Like, fam, you don't want to fight for your belt back? Yeah. That sound like. That's whole shit, man. I smell. Is that you, Jai? I mean. <laughs> Anywho, man. Right. Good, good, Shout out though. to Chad, though, man. Yeah, Chad got
1: in there with a boxer and he, survived. Uh, he got in there with a. Uh, with a fighter. A fighter. A fighter. A sort, and
2: survived. Um, He rocked. Chad rocked this nigga like three times, yeah, so, uh, but we
1: only saw the two times he rocked Chad. Though you know how that go. That was a good shot, my man. Yeah, uh,
2: Landon. Chad got his ass right. He got the up. Fuck up. He got up. Chad did good, man.
1: He got up. Chad. When you get up though, don't go get a nigga handshake. I know he, it's
2: a. I know it's an exhibition. Nah, he was. He wasn't. He was <laughs> cobwebs.
1: Yeah, <you> know? <laughs> Is that, that, nigga, that nigga reached out like no. That's a give me five. I'm like Chad. Back up. Back up. That's back one
2: of them up. things where like. When something embarrassing happened or you get fucked up, you want to immediately t- let everybody know that you're okay? Yeah. So you want to... No, no,
1: yeah, no, nah, but um, <laughs> salute to Chad, man. It's world-class athlete, dog. Just got in there and, and knocked some shit off the bucket list. Shit was good, though, man. It was a good, entertaining Sunday night of fights, which is, I, I'm not going to lie, I kind of enjoyed having that option on a Sunday, even though I didn't get to see anything but Chad's fight. Um. yeah, man, I, I can Herd appreciate fight it. was a
2: great fight, though. Oh, so I heard. Them um, niggas was was
1: going at it, the whole fight. We FaceTime one of the homies, shout out to my man, Stu, and he had it on. Um, He was sitting out with his wife watching it, and he gave us a little of the FaceTime uh, of the Herd fight. So, mm-hmm. we caught maybe like two minutes of that,
2: Rando. and I felt I... Random because I'm an Apple head, right? Okay. Uh, Apple had a worldwide developer conference today and showed off iOS 15. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. incorporating um, in the FaceTime, you can share video feeds. Mm-hmm. So me and you can be on FaceTime and, and then, I can we can share audio. Yeah, yeah. During FaceTime or yeah. video,
1: and then you can, without disrupting the FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And
2: you can send this shit to your Apple TV. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo! Immediately I thought. Yo, on this weekend culture, like yo, we can actually watch something together remotely.
1: Yeah, and like they talk built, about it
2: in in live action. Yeah, yeah. they built in like Disney Disney Plus support, HBO Max support. Like so, like legitimate studios are gonna build that shit in. I immediately thought about that.
1: Yeah, that's slick. That's ab- I, I really love that idea.
2: Think about if you could have watched the fight with your homie from yeah. over there, and it been in crystal clear age. The- yeah from literally just from chilling right and then oh
1: editor i wonder if they'll be able to then apple play some shit because you know you could pull a nigga up on facetime on your yeah. tv or airplay not apple play. no yeah uh, you can, yeah you, you so can. i'll be able to do that from the pool. yeah, yeah that's sure. that's lit so i'm not just sharing it in my yeah, facetime you can send it to i can OTV. send it to the tv that's lit dog. that's crazy i there's some innovation yeah. that I really been wanting to see in Apple, man. Salute to that. Shout
2: out that's for the for the Twig. That's the, the Patreon. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> oh yeah, a, that's that's late content or, right there. Cause you know Apple is releasing their subscription service. Yep. The only reason the Patreon ain't dropped yet or the Spotify or the insert, I need to yeah. wait till all of the platforms have released because so we need I to figure out, figure we need out to which one is the best. Mm-hmm. But if that's a feature, i.e., which one we gonna make the most money off of, you
1: know what I'm saying? But, Salute which one y'all. The, the but best, no, which though? one works the best, which one allows us to give y'all like make it where the content is exclusive enough and feels good enough that y'all and which one y'all can access. The e- the simplest. Yeah. Let me not say the easiest, but easiest, the simplest Yeah, ninety percent of y'all listen on iPhone. Facts, facts. Um, shout out to the ten percent of Droiders out there. Or the ten.
2: Well, well the ten percent. The of ten percent Spotifyers. of
1: Spotifyers and Droiders. Um, yeah, A salute to y'all. That'll probably be the last salute y'all get today. Let's get into the intro, man. Oh shit! Hold up! Wait! <laughs> I ain't even connect to the joint. Pardon me. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Where we at? The Roadcaster. Let me get on.
0: Here we go. All right. Let's nice.
1: try this again. I will never disrespect.
0: How you feeling?
3: You feel all
4: right? I'm so bossy bitch, get off me. It's a different jingle when you hear these car keys like Your SL's missing the S, Y'all nigga like Your plane's missing a shift. The common theme, see they both got wings If you fly, do it to death It's only one God and it's only one crown So it's only one king that can stand on this mound King push, King pin, overlord Coast guard come a hundred going overboard I got money with the best of them Go blow for blow with any Mexican Don't let your side bitches settle in Might have to head, but you're Evelyn Ballers, I put numbers on the boards
5: Hard to
1: get
2: a handle on If y'all know you, if you know you know Push it wild nigga for doing that in there <laughs> If you know you know though, right? Cause hey, coming man. off of last night I was about to say it's even
1: wilder Cause we just came off salute to Chad <laughs> If you know you know Oh man, and uh, we're not laughing at that just for the listeners, because you know how it go. You know we had, we had catch a call off a push lyric,
2: nigga. But I was, no, with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: man, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Week in Culture, episode 165. I am your host, Antwood, Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half of the culture, and I got my brother with me. Jay, what up, though?
2: What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture was popping.
1: <laughs> and This Week in Culture, we review episode Three of season four of The Shy. Was that episode three? That was, man. Pardon yeah, me. Yeah. Um, but before we get to that, we want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody rocking with us. Shout out to everybody who hit us up last week. I got a couple DMs like, yo, love y'all's point of view on a lot of that shit. I, y'all came a little different. Um, even one of our biggest, because um... <laughs> she's such a loyal listener. Like she fucks with us, but she she definitely um, gets in here and debates with us too, man. I enjoy and people. To she keep she it helps real. us keep the conversations open. Um, so shout out to her. I ain't gonna say her, her name on here just in case that's her government, but she know who she is, listen, man. I,
2: like, I enjoy people to keep it real. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Keep their point of view no matter what. And like shout I said,
1: she's a loyal listener. Like, you appreciate it's you. something to be said about somebody who can listen and not always agree with the the stance that y'all take. That's a person who I, I can really appreciate that point of view, man. Salute to her. Salute to everybody who let us know they was feeling last week's pod. Did get a couple folks who was like, damn. A couple women who was like, damn, I kind of felt attacked during a few of those conversations. That wasn't our intention at all. We was just trying to have a convo, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? When, when two two young black brothers get on the mic trying to speak about our point of view, Don't take it as an attack on you, man. Like, we're just telling you our side, bro. Like, our vantage point will never always be your vantage point. Like, that's just, that ain't how it work. I
2: noticed, uh, uh, related but unrelated, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that uh, normal functioning people um, who think, and like relatively moral people the whole nine yards, and that's a sliding scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you hear things about a group, that you are part of that don't fit you. Yeah. Like you'd be offended. Yeah. So like when we'd be like, yo, black lives matter and some shit, and we'd be talking to white folks and white folks who think they, they not racist. Yeah. And you be like, yo, all white people, they'd be like, no, but, and they'll, they'll, they'll defend that like vigorously. Right. Yeah. Or, uh, when women say something against all men or make a comment mm-hmm. and men be like, no, man, you, this a lot of a good, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And like when bro- that immediate
1: response is no, nah, man, brothers deal with the same shit as women do. Yeah. Like, bro,
2: we wasn't talking about that. Yeah, but yeah. like, I understand where that comes from, yeah. and it, that just means that you like a <laughs> you normal shit because yeah. you'd be like, well, wait a minute, I'm a part of that. And that's not what I do. It's natural to defend your kind. Facts. Whatever
1: your I defend black women because they black women. They black. I'm black. But I'll defend black men because I'm a black man. Like there's an extra layer there. Never ever trying to disrespect anybody though. And I hope that no one was so offended that they like, yo, now I got a question, can I rock with them? But listen to the conversation
2: we were having. The reason I mentioned that yeah. uh being related, unrelated cuz there's something going down right now uh on a, on a, in the on the tweets. Mm-hmm. uh similar to something that happened around this same time last year mm-hmm. uh we're gonna get to it uh, in shop talk It's some more of a uh definitely more involved on the shop talk side yeah but once we do that yeah. i want to come back and revisit and have that conversation here oh better though because it's a it's it's one of those things and i think uh i think our our, our listenership would, would should yeah y'all need to appreciate This conversation, and
1: I I think they will, man. Um, speaking of offensive comments, that's some bad news, bro. I had to wait to break this shit on the pod, man, because I needed everybody to know, JN listeners. I needed everybody to know at the same time, man. Shit is real out here. Suspended from Facebook again, dog. What you do, dog? This is the worst offense of all. I didn't think they could top kicking me off for saying fat back from Snowfall was going to get killed. I didn't think they could top the sensitivity. Got a guy going back and forth in the comments in one of the groups I'm in, right? It's just the group is essentially about, like, black male and female relationship. One of them groups. There's a million of them on there. You get added in them. Sometimes they spark a good combo. A guy and a girl are going back and forth. I happen to know the guy from talking in the group. Him and the girl going back and forth. I say, hey, bro, you should hit her up. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook said hit her was the violent content in my statement. And me saying hit her up immediately. I'll see you niggas on July 6th. So when I come back to Facebook, I'm not ever using Facebook. (laughs) I'm literally just posting a pod in there and articles and nothing else, dog.
2: I don't have Facebook on my phone no more. Yeah, yeah. Um well not my personal phone. I have it on this work phone. Um so whenever I comment in the group it's cause it's coming from the work phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I just don't like um, corporations That's, um dictating how black people speak. Fam. Um and, and our her dialect. Up. And unfortunately our language can't be coded. No, it can't. Even though our language is coded, it can't be coded. I sound like Swiss Beats on yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Poison. If you, the poison. Yeah, that was one of the wildest poison, things I've ever son, seen in my life. Shout out to Kurt. Uh, poison. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was wild. Dog. But like, <laughs> that yes, nigga gotta said. I got to put it up, dog. <laughs> no, nah, shit got too wild, dog. <laughs> the nigga said poison, but you got to have your poise, son.
1: Dog. <laughs> was that shit on Nori's page, bro? Oh man. Or was it just a clip floating around? Fuck. Maybe it was on Drink Champs. I'm gonna find it and I don't care what point in the pod we in. Oh, pardon me. I'm gonna find it. I don't care what point in the podcast we're in. When I find it, we're stopping and playing it, dog.
2: But like, you can't dictate how how, how our language talk. Our language switch every 6 months.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
2: know what I'm saying? Like it's literally the point of like
1: our culture like slang or the the term slang, it's because to Swiss Beats' point, nigga, we slanging words around, nigga. We use whatever the fuck fits the moment. Me telling the nigga, yo, you going back and forth, having a good convo with a girl, you should hit her up, nigga. I, I did not instruct him to hit her.
2: <laughs> like, Man, like, what is happening? Dog? I posted something. It was a flip. You know, Detroit got his own slang. Facts, right? And it was like. I, Every, a lot of people reposted, but I reposted it. anyway. It was like, "Yo, doggy bone is in the blender." Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> s- something, something in the Coney at like it was like it was like sick doggy bone in the yeah. blender with yeah. Yo, I'm sick doggy bone is in the blender in the Coney off the off the end dog. Yeah. And it's like, all right. So in Detroit lingo, um, it was really messed up that this young man is really drunk inside of a Coney Island restaurant, um, drinking Hennessy. Yeah. But like, fam, you don't. You might not understand that, bro. Like, and that's okay. But Peter, don't, go, like, if I say, "Yo, doggy bone," fooling, uh, Peter comes in. Like, man, uh, I'm sorry, you can't do that to dogs. Uh. I just wrote doggy
1: bone literally like five minutes ago on Instagram, man. I don't know. It's it's wild trying to, because I I mean, my first suspension, I brought this up, um. The way that I, I use the word "dog" from Detroit, we say "dog" for pretty much everything, bro. Yeah, we, dog fool, yeah, dog nigga, tripping, Shit, we say dog. it as a reaction, nigga. I see a car crash and be like, "dog." That it's literally like it's one of the wildest fucking words in Detroit terminology. It's so versatile, but spelling "dog" proper spelling on Facebook will get you booted off that motherfucker. Depending on the context you're using it in, saying "dawg," you can go crazy. You can spell nigga all day, nothing happens. I tried it with N I G G E R, nothing happened, but I spelled dog correctly and hey nigga, suspension 15 days, five days. Like that shit is just, it's an uh, experiment that's not working. And I, I really would like Facebook to stop. I really need um, one of the homies, my man who worked down at Facebook, but I'm not going to say his name. Um, But he know who he is, dog Uh He from Detroit I'm calling nigga Coleman Young I need my nigga to go down to Facebook right now And holler at Mark Cause
2: Something is fucking wrong, bro If I can't say I
1: mean, Hit a probably, girl up
2: You probably on the watch list or something They probably looking There's an algorithm for, for repeat offenders probably Man, probably it, it,
1: it probably is But the fucked up thing I've been back two months You know what I'm saying Since that last time and, I mean, granted, I spent a month in the blender with COVID, <laughs> but uh, literally sick. I was in the blender with COVID, but um, I don't know, man. That shit just, when it happened yesterday, I got irritated because I was like, fam, that couldn't have been a more commonly used phrase within. I mean,
2: they're going to slowly erode the culture until you speak like them. Man,
1: and it's crazy, but I told folks them on. being the, corporate. Yeah, yeah, America yeah. talk, not like a. a- yeah, yeah. I told folks on the gram and on uh and on Twitter, man, you catch me on those over the next month. You can probably not expect you know to see you a lot do, of me dog? on Facebook when I can't return. You know what you gotta do though? What's that,
2: bro? You gotta take it back to, to the nine nine and the two thousand. You gotta take it back to the two thousand thirteen, man. You gotta you gotta write your fucking notes and put them bitches on your on your As the bro. picture? Yeah.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. I gotta go back to you know
2: what I'm saying? When it was Ant Facts, when it was Oh, you know what you should do? What's that? Ah, I got it. Do your note shit. Uh, uh-huh. make it a reel. Mm. Just to just and to just run through them and put some music or some shit behind it because yeah. reels get more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they'll be shared. Mm-hmm. They'll be in its own separate section. They don't gotta be on your main page. Yeah. And then you can get your shit off. And yeah. They probably gonna they go up. We finna um
1: I'm, I'm finna get a lot of my shit off on the Twitter page too, just cause I'm like, eh, I wanted to be more active on there anyway, outside of posting about the shit we're reviewing. So yeah, y'all finna catch a lot of tweets,
2: buddy. Ooh, going down on Twitter yesterday and today though. Oh, what was oh about that shit you
1: was just talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, man, man. We gonna get to some. I got some uh got some shit to get to, but wanted to tell folks that hey, um, real quick. Happy 63rd birthday uh, to Prince, to legend. Rest in peace to him. Scoop. Rest in peace. <laughs> don't ever do that again. I <laughs> <laughs> just seem like a Prince thing Oh, to man. <laughs> Jaden came out an aka eight on this one. Like, that was fucking no, great. No, that wasn't a ski-wee. <laughs> it was, was close that enough. That was a scoop. That was kind of how they be ski-weeing. I don't know that what. That was a scoop. <laughs> Not a ski-wee, a scoop. Okay. Oh, that was great, man. (laughs) I definitely don't want no um, sorority beef, okay? Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, beef with Prince, nigga. It's a good time. Um, Rest in peace to the legend Clarence Williams III, man. Uh, Starting a a number of multi-genre television shows and films, including five seasons of The Mod Squad, which was his big break, um, and also where he met his wife. So, salute to her. She passed in 2001. Rest in peace. He was also in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker," Half Baked, Deep Cover, Hoodlum, American Gangster, Sugar Hill, and most famously, Tales from the Hood. And the shit. shit. The shit?
0: The shit. Nigga, what's up, man? Come on, kill that noise, man. Let's just get the shit. Don't worry.
2: You'll get the shit. You'll
5: be knee deep.
2: In the shit Man that's my shit dog You'll Bro. be
1: Knee deep, deep
2: In the shit Bro The
1: nigga's such a legend I um It's funny My pops watch Bumpy Johnson Literally Bumpy Johnson man Um My pops watches Sugar Hill Probably more than most people His performance as Wesley Snipes' dad in Sugar Hill Was one of the like best You know how in a lot of the classic Black films that are about drugs, like we always get the good addict like the addict who really sort of shows you how the Wandas, the um whatever, what was Sam Pookie. Jackson, the Pookie, Sam Jackson and uh, Jungle Fever, Gator, you get them. Fam, his performance in Sugar Hill was fucking phenomenal, dog. Like, I really cried in the movie theater as a little kid
2: when I seen that, bro. I think I've only seen that shit maybe one and a half times. Oh, it's, it's why really don't it, good. It dog. don't never, it's it's not up there with the, it is. No, no, no. But it ain't. As far as quality, it is, but don't
1: nobody talk about it. I, I don't know, why. know if that, because I'm like, this was still Wesley Snipes what year at was his that? height. Uh, let's see, let's check that bag. Sugar Hill. Maybe 94, 95 or something. 93. 93, yep.
2: That's, it was Wesley Snipes in the height of Wesley Snipes. So maybe because the gangster movie thing was like from 91 to 93, maybe they, they caught Oh, the,
1: you know, it was filmed in 94, released February, or 93, released February of 94. Okay. So we might have missed that they window. Moved
2: something to, they moved on to something. That, yeah. The 93 gangster film shit, that shit yeah. had died down between...
1: And, I mean, it had Michael Wright, a.k.a. Eddie Kane Jr., who y'all claim to love, Teresa Randall, one of the most Eddie black Kane famous that nigga excellent fucking actresses, and then, of course, Clarence Williams, man. So, great film, and, again, he played a, a hell of a dad in that movie, dog. And then we are we know what he did in Tales from the Hood, man. That was just... I, I It was beautiful, dog. The Crypt Keeper, as him, like, live, in-person Crypt Keeper, that was one of the greatest shits ever, dog. Like, from our era... Memorable as shit. He turns into the snake, into the devil. You can't, it, it was you, beautiful.
2: You can't do another Tales from the Hood because Tales from the Crypt not out. Facts. It, like, it don't even, we would get it, but mm-hmm. it would lack context in today's the, world. The
1: youngins would not understand what's happening.
2: Now, if they brung back Tales from the Crypt, like on Netflix or yeah. Amazon or some shit like that, getting their spooky bag. Yeah,
1: like, which I don't know to, to the point about Tales from the Hood, which gave us the black stories. That we weren't getting intel from the crib. I need more black spooky, but there is a genre out there for horror movies and black people to create horror.
2: Movies. Like, why don't we do those more? Is what's it because we normally like scared of shit? What's that? Uh, something house. They do all the scare They do all the movies. oh, uh, Bloom House, Bloom House, films, dog do they do? Didn't they do really? I don't well, know. they
1: did. Um, they did the joint we just talked about, Black Box, which was more of a thriller than a horror movie. Um, with Felicia Rashad. Yeah, yeah. They did that. They also did that movie that came out a couple years ago that I was mad at y'all for not going to see. Um, it like around
2: Christmas or something. No, shit?
1: no, no. It was just it came out in like the fall, like October ish. Um, I Don't mean, Let like- Go was the movie, and it was more of a sci fi thriller. But it was good as shit, and it's currently available on HBO Max, I, I believe.
2: Mean, I remember they did like a scary movie though, and with black folks. Uh, but like, or maybe like a black the lead. Or theme something. around it was like, uh, I'm looking through Bloom shit. Bloomhouse do know. a
1: lot of shit, so you could be right. I'm definitely not gonna tell you wrong, bro.
2: Freaky, hmm. interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Jay about to pull up Freaky right now,
2: and I'm leaving. Six point three out of ten, eighty four percent Rotten Tomato. Oh, that's
1: a solid movie, nigga. Freaky might be alright.
2: It's a horror comedy.
1: Ah, uh, I don't like those. It don't
2: look. It's not. It don't look cultural.
1: Yeah, I ain't the horror comedy, nigga.
2: Yo, uh, when do Mike Epps and Cat Williams and Lou Duval that movie came out already? Was oh, the it, part two of the joint of um. I think this is a different joint. They is got a it? they on a move, they on a promo run right now.
1: I thought that was part two of that one shit that came out like a couple years ago. Cat Williams. I don't know. Hold up, because this is pulling up some bullshit. Yeah, I think that was part two of something. I could be wrong. Wasn't it the
2: blacks or some shit? Yeah, it's not the blacks. Okay. Though. I think that was Meet the Blacks, but Meet the Blacks. Yeah, 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 I don't think this is it. Um, I'll figure it out. I want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Ross in it, and they got yeah, like Yeah, uh, I
1: remember what you talking, because I remember Lil Duval talking about it. Damn. We'll figure that out, man. Listeners, if y'all know what it is, let us know, but we're gonna try to figure that out as well. Um oh shit. Speaking of stuff that we could not fucking wrap our mind around. Episode 89, titled the Little Spoon was absolutely our best man review. <laughs> Last week, if you listened to uh, to the episode, me and Jay completely got hyped when we was doing New Black and on Netflix, saw that the best man was going to be on there and said, yo, we got to review this shit. We've already done it.
2: That's wild. And you know
1: what was funny? Niggas was hitting us like, fam, that's one of y'all best episodes ever. Like, they was like, y'all niggas were fooling from start to finish. One of the best. They was like top five dinner live. Oh, that's probably And I don't even remember.
2: It I, I probably said some wild shit.
1: Then. Well, it was funny because when I looked it up, I couldn't find it. Then once I saw that it was titled the Little Spoon parentheses best man review, I was like, oh, shit, I remember the Little Spoon, dog. I do remember that. Con- I remember that combo, dog, because yeah. I fuck with the Little Spoon, man. Niggas be acting like they too hard to get Little Spoon by their girl, man. Fuck that. Y'all niggas can't overthug me. Ain't going to happen. But sh- go listen to episode 89. <laughs> That's funny. It, it seemed weird that we wouldn't Yeah, like, it. that because I'm like, fam, we've done Love Jones. We've done, like, we did most of the big ones from, like, that era. You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. So yeah, we did that. Episode 89. Go check that out. And then go watch uh, the best man on Netflix and let us know exactly how awesome our review was. Cause I listened back to a little bit once somebody put the number up. We killed that review. <laughs> we was like, you know how like you just kind of skip through yeah. and listen a little clip. Every part I skipped through, we was fooling. Yeah. So wow. yeah, we wadded we out episode 89, The Little Spoon, check it out. That was funny as fuck that we could not remember that, yo. I mean, we
2: on 165.
1: I mean, we out here, dog. Hey, um, speaking of shit to watch, man, I, I've forgotten to mention this for the last two weeks, and I made a note and set an alarm, so I would not forget to mention this this week, on our What Are You Watching segment. Run the World on Stars is really good fucking television, dog. Mm. It's in the same vein of Insecure. It's by the... Producer and creator of Living Single, Yvette Lee Browser. It's four black women in Harlem dating career sh- We know the vibe. We know what that, but where where it it differs from Insecure, and not that this makes either one of them like a better or worse show, because we know the greatness of Insecure, dog, but it's evenly giving you storylines from all four main characters, where Insecure is focusing mainly on Issa and Molly, you got 4 here. It's an ensemble, but you get in all four of their storylines. It's like each character gets like roughly about 8 minutes each throughout the fucking story. It's a great show, dog. It's only 3 episodes in, so really good, man. If you still got your stars from Power, uh go watch Run the World, man.
2: Yo, the last season of Insecure was so fucking good. It was good, phenomenal. Dog.
1: It was phenomenal. Phenomenal. It I was just, it's up there with season 1.
2: I think it's I think it's better. Um shot better. I think it was directed
1: better. I don't uh, think it was a better season. Um but I do think it was directed better though.
2: But yo, we ever find out what's up with Tiffany though? Or like <laughs> I mean, maybe next year. <laughs> we got the, one see, more left. It's the, it's the final season. We got one more left, man. And like, maybe Are we gonna find out that's not the that's not that nigga baby? Uh, Cause they she, show
1: hinted for nine years.
2: Cause like now and left us with the hint. The kid probably ten. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah. I, um, shit, are we gonna,
1: are we gonna find out anything about what's going on with Tiffany and boy? I gotta watch season three. I gotta watch that season again. Here's the thing about Insecure. I don't even play games. I just cut on season one and let that shit rock. Cause I know nine times out of 10, I'm gonna blow through all the seasons once I get started, dog. So I ain't even gonna start at five cause I know I'm gonna end up back at one. I'm gonna just go one to five, man, but, or one to four, whatever season last year was. Yo. (laughs) Speaking of these types of television shows, Mara, Brock I kill. Mm. All Black. Mm. I don't know which side listens to the pod the most, but y'all have heard our motherfucking call. <laughs> Love is season one, the only season, is currently available on All Black. The fucking let me awesome All Black
2: right now. Well, um, I,
1: let me subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Download it, but the awesome All Black. Streaming app the and in general, All Black has some really good content on yeah. there, both original and like this old gonna, content.
2: This is where we're gonna get our first TV show on.
1: Yeah. All black, we coming. Um I really want
2: I really wanna be on this network. Stay tuned. because this, this was uh this was called something different years ago. Yeah. This is Bob yeah. Johnson's uh yeah. network and I forget what it was called before and uh, I had it. That's why I, when I went to download, I'm like, why does that? Why does it sound like seem like I downloaded it already? You know, I got the yeah. little. But uh, yeah. Let me. I'm buying this shit right now.
1: Salute to all black. Salute to the network. And that's A-L-L-B-L-K. All one word. If you are going to download it, it is literally all the black cinema, black network TV that you could stand again. A lot of originals, a lot of straight to video type joints, but it's entertaining content on there, and it's black. Stop telling me you' sick of seeing only black people in the slave movies and where we in gangs and where we getting killed. Guess what? They got a whole. It's Netflix for black content.
2: So get on there. Um, we had. I'm about to say, y'all been having. I'm gonna have a conversation about, but we did last week. Now I thought about it. About Uh, what? It's always slave movies. It's always slave movies oh, yeah, yeah, and these yeah, things, yeah. but mm-hmm. we be seeing these same negative It's images.
1: mad other shit out there. And y'all, cause a, it's funny, we talking about all, all black. A friend of mine said they wasn't going to download it because they said it, one, it was two things. One, they ain't see nothing on there when I was going through mine that was worth their $5. Like when I was saying like shit that's on there, they ain't hear nothing that was worth their $5 a month. I think it's like five ninety nine now. It used to be four ninety nine. Six ninety nine. Okay, they jumped up a couple of dollars, but still they trying to get to it. So they was like, they ain't hear nothing that was um worth that. It was four ninety nine when I was explaining this to the homie. But then two, they said, mm, everything out here look like it's straight to D V D. Okay. And do that make it not good, bro. Half the shit on Netflix is foreign. Y'all niggas
2: is loving it. Urban Flix T V.
1: That what it used to be, but no, that's is a whole nother shit. Is, this is I feel different. like I've seen Urban Flicks. Is it Flicks? FLX? Yeah, yeah. I, I've L- seen F-L-I-X. that. FLIX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before somewhere. Um, but download All Black, man. Oh, stop, wow. stop, stop complaining about what ain't out there when it's shit out there.
2: New weekly releases. I might download this shit too. I mean, we're gonna get black as hell over there. Yeah. Now. Oh, and um, I hadn't been on there
1: in a while. I wouldn't have said this probably six months ago, but I did participate in the survey, and I feel like they listened. BET Plus app got some shit on there now. American Skin is right on there now. If you never saw that, if you didn't want to rent it. It looked like it's on this Urban Netflix.
2: I mean, Or Urban, uh, Flix urban
1: Flicks. Too. Shout out to it, man. Um, BET Plus got some real good content on there. Um, a lot more movies, a lot more shows. Obviously, BT Plus, BT Plus probably got a little more access to... Um, Content that all black might not have access to, but either way, man, between the two apps, you spending less than sixteen dollars a month, and you're getting a lot of black shit. So shout out to it.
2: I tell you what, these niggas nickel and dime me to death. Man, I think I got every subscription. Oh, I for sure do. Fuck it, I'm about to go get cable again. I for sure do. What, Fans, what? sign me up for the triple play. Give me a home phone. Fuck but here's it. the wild part
1: about cable. Now they got all the fucking apps through, or at least through Comcast, all the apps available there. So then you go to sign in through the apps. Let me tell you about the monopoly that niggas like Amazon is doing. For instance, All Black. I signed up on All Black through the All Black app. If you sign up on All Black through Amazon, you cannot use that login on your All Black app. It don't work. Vice versa, my all black app when I go to Amazon, it'd be like, Yeah, that subscription
2: ain't a thing. That's like Apple doing that shit now. There um like so the show I got Showtime, but I got it through Apple. Mm-hmm. So you gotta go through the Apple TV app and download and watch Showtime and uh what's the shit with Godfather Harlem Epics, Epics and all yep. that stuff. But hey man, um I'm not caught up on Godfather Harlem.
1: I'm not either. I was, what, two episodes behind the last time? Now I'm three.
2: I enjoy the show. Yeah. It hasn't been like a bad episode, Mm -mm. but I'm I'm not caught up. I wonder why that is. For me, I know exactly what it is. It's the same thing that I experienced with
1: Apple TV originals. I'm just not in that. I don't go to my Epics app a lot. I don't go to my Apple TV original like or my Apple TV app a lot because a lot of my shit I have the individual app. You know what I'm saying? You know, so oh, I just don't access the
2: shit a lot. Because you know, I'm in the Apple TV app. Yeah, yeah. and they kind of well, they aggregate everything. So on that main screen, but yeah, I, yeah. But I'm I'm but used see, you, to using you stream.
1: it. Yeah. I have cable. Ah. That's that's my thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because when I'm at Shorty Crib, she's a streaming house. We jump straight to Apple TV, and we in there, and everything's right there. Boom, no problem. But when I'm at the crib, I just don't think about it, bro. It's out of sight, out of mind, man. And Epics is one of them channels that is kind of off the forbidden path with all the other premium channels. It's the last one. Stars used to be last. Now it's behind Epics. So typically, if I'm going through the channels, I get to Epics last. I might not ever make it, bro. Real life, but to your point, that's nothing against Godfather Harlem. It's an amazing show, bro. I just it, maybe, that was why I said what I sub- said. I maybe, wish it was on
2: another network. Bro. Maybe subconsciously, I'm not ready for them to kill Malcolm yet, and it's, mm. and it's, it's clearly coming. Right, mm. every week it oh, gets you fighting your mind. Every week you get closer and closer to the point. Yeah. Of like, oh, and they we know what's happening pre-. with Malcolm. May, yeah. I think maybe. I think honestly, I think that's what it is. Mm. Because there's really no reason for me not to watch this shit because it's a really good show. Yeah. But I know what's coming. Oh, son of a bitch. Speaking of
1: apps, get the combo five forty nine dollars a month, Discovery Plus Food and Kitchen Network app. I don't know what all that is, but I know Discovery Plus got mad like shit. That I, I watch Food Network, HGTV, shit like that, Discovery Channel I'm going to get that Discovery Plus app and just quit playing with these niggas for another $5. Like,
2: I, I like at this point, um, I pay AT&T TV Now or some mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'll give them niggas like $60 a month to have, quote, on, I mean, live television. Yeah. I don't watch that shit at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally don't watch live television. I, like, maybe the news every yeah. once in a while. But, like, I don't know why I have that shit. But every time I want to take it off, I'm thinking, like, I'm
1: going to watch the I'm news. I'm going to miss something. I, the only thing I watch live, um Chopped on Food Network, All-American on CW, which comes to Netflix like a month after the show goes off, if not a couple weeks after it goes off. And then um SVU. The Those only, are my only live only shows. The only
2: things I watch, and I don't even watch them live, but I watch them that night of, yeah, yeah. is Um This Is Us. Yeah. And... Grays, oh, yeah. most of the time. And to your point, when I say live,
1: nigga, I literally meant the night of when I get home and pull my DVR up. Uh, I I don't sit down and watch shit when it comes on because I don't deal with commercials well. So,
2: but other than that, like I, I think I need to get rid of that. I do got a TV in my crib. that got an antenna on it. They don't antennas don't look like they used to look. Yeah, this the crispiest four K shit streaming through the air I have ever seen in my fucking life, dog. This shit yeah. is super duper crispy.
1: Yeah. It's putting you right... It's kind of wild watching the playoffs and shit in 4K and 2 Like, it's putting you...
2: You know what? I'm going to save in, my ass 60 bucks a month. Because if I just add all the rest of these streaming shits, uh, I, I was like, come on, man. I mean, man. I mean, all you need is internet
1: and an extra, like, 40 bucks for streaming. A lot of money could be saved out here, man. I promise you. You can access all the shit. And then, as Ant told y'all how many episodes ago last year... If you want the site for the new movies to stream those to your shit, you can airplay them right from – I got them too, buddy. Nigga, the regular TV shows be on that bitch too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll give you – so they give you brand new movies within six months, so whatever was released in the last six months, and then they'll give you the episodes on, like, a, on like whatever came out that month. You'll get them episodes. They're available, dog. So if y'all want that site, $5 to the uh, This Week in Culture <laughs> uh Cash app I'm telling you it's there man Um what else oh somebody hit me last Week and I forgot to mention this so Quick run through on this topic we ain't Got to stick here long but Da da where did that page Just oh, yeah, we go got a
2: voice, uh, voice Oh we notes.
1: got some voice notes too we got some shit to get To um somebody wanted us to Discuss the 2010 rap caviar Mount Rushmore list
2: Uh I yelled at Kurt. Yeah. on this podcast, yeah. for a long time. About yeah, you shit.
1: did. Um, it was actually funny. Hey, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, don't let Jay abuse you like that. Dog. That's your pod, nigga. Joe Button, that nigga.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Twitter one late night. I was like, I was like, why? Like,
0: <laughs> like why?
2: Like, no, I think I said like, for. Like, for what? Yeah. So, when they hit me,
1: um, just to give full context, they had only released the three faces, and it was that fourth in a question mark, and so they hit me and was like, who do y'all think should be here? So, the three that were initially released were Kendrick, Drake, and J. Cole. The fourth ended up being Nicki Minaj, but before we learned it was Nicki, the homie hit me and said, who do you think should be here? Would love to hear y'all talk about this on the pod. Um, I don't have an issue with Nicki Minaj being in that fourth slot. I... I mean, we're talking about the two thousand tens. I don't really rap has been kind of trashy from like the two thousand ten. Like it's rare. Kanye been better than most of these niggas in my opinion since
2: twenty ten. He really could. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy was two thousand and ten.
1: Yeah. And like, hey, one of the probably the best album of this decade, I can go on there. Hey, Rick Ross has had some albums in the twenty tens that I could put. It don't have to be But what they
2: so this is yeah. this is be my issue. Like y'all be wanting lists. all these fucking qualifiers. Yeah. Like, oh, but they had to be a new artist within the last three years, and they had to do this, and oh, they had to how do that. How many
1: Billboard? I'm just telling you what was the better music, man. Like
2: That's I, all I'm going off. I was so my stance was it wasn't Nicki. Yeah. Um, and my actual stance is it was if we want to be honest, it was just three names up there. Yeah. Because everybody else is the tie, so that was the other thing I hated
1: about them doing the the question mark and then releasing that fourth person, and it was Nikki, because then I felt like y'all just wanted to put a woman up here. If you felt Nikki was one of the four, then release the four. Don't do the hey, here go the three we know for sure, and then this fourth spot we about to argue about because somebody up in here said we gotta have a woman. Like, but did Nikki run a decade though? No, she ran the
2: top of the decade. She ran the first of years.
1: She ran oh nine. She ran and eleven. And then she disappeared.
2: And she released her that her quote on her best album, she released that same album three times. Three fucking times. What like, was that? Uh Pink Friday? Yeah. Pink the pink album, the pink reloaded, yeah. Pink Riola, Roman's Revenge. The pink like, tape. Like Yeah. Pink not, print. Not even like a joke. She literally released that same album three yeah. times. So when you say, yo, this went X amount of times platinum, like which time?
1: Yeah.
2: I um I, I wasn't again. I
1: didn't hate Nikki in that slot. I just it felt like what corporations do or what companies
2: to, do. I want niggas to put respect on Big Sean's name. Who talk about it? I want niggas to talk put, about it. I don't want niggas to put respect on Wale's name. Wale could be in there. We really talk, nigga. Like if we talking about the two thousand tens, nigga. How was how how Come how on, is bro. Big Sean and Wale not in this conversation? Come on, bro. And I get y'all on a Mount
1: Rushmore, so it got to be four. Okay, cool. Do it got to be the four niggas who sold the most albums? Like, what are the qualifiers here? You know what I'm saying? Because if we talking about four who sold the most, this is an unbiased list. You can go to Billboard and find the four highest charting from 2010 to 2020 and just throw them four up there. But if we not going off that alone, we talking about impact and all that. Big Sean, got, come on, man, come on, dog,
2: put some respect on Detroit, just a little bit. Just a little bit the, the Big Sean one Is the big, large, The biggest rapper ever To come out of Detroit Facts Period Facts There is not a rapper Bigger than Big Sean Who is born and bred In the from city From Detroit, Detroit Not Warren Not Warren Cause I
1: still get mad at 8 Mile Cause I'm from the side of 8 Mile That that nigga was talking about In 8 Mile
2: Yeah and that's not like a shot
1: No him, no no Not at like, all We know what M do That nigga don't need help But he's not from the Detroit biggest artist out of Detroit Hey Um So yeah man That's how I feel There were other artists That could have been a Nikki slot I don't have an issue with her there. I just hate when so corporations you know how many do that. Was
2: on dog. Big Sean's first album.
1: Oh, uh, gang, nigga, that's when good music was still good music. He know, had everything he needed. Production was flawless. Everything, dog. We can. I mean, just on the first joint. Let's talk about Dark Sky Paradise. That's my personal favorite Big Sean project, nigga. A mixtape. Like, come on, dog.
2: No, Dark Sky Paradise was
1: the actual album. That was the album. Yeah, you talking about Detroit? Detroit. I'm talking about Detroit mixtape. You right. You are right. You are right. That's my personal favorite. Dark Sky Paradise was just another fucking... Fun. He don't have a bad album. Because you know what? The one nigga said was bad, wasn't actually that bad. I just I, listened to it yesterday.
2: I wasn't a fan of the second, or is that the third? No, no, no.
1: I'm going to tell you right now. It was Hall the third. Hall of Fame.
2: I, didn't, I, I wasn't a yeah. I fan. Yeah, Hall of Fame, fame dropping. Of yeah.
1: Fame. Um, That was the one... Well, that one got surrounded by the hype about that. Control verse from Kendrick. And niggas kind of... The album went under the radar because of that one song, and then where he really fucked up, he didn't include the Kendrick verse on the album.
2: I don't think that song was on the album. That matter of fact, control. Oh yeah, is control not even, wasn't on the album. Yeah,
1: and I feel like that was kind of a double whammy. Like this became the hype surrounding your album, and then it wasn't on the album. That's what it was. That's my
2: No, That's my least, least favorite, favorite. favorite, but it's not bad. That don't mean that it's, it's not like bad. a whack.
1: Or no shit like that. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so salute to Rab Caviar for doing the list. Everybody do their list. Stop arguing with niggas I'm not to with, the
2: death. I'm not with these these uh corporations who are not above, not for or about the culture dictating culture and telling you who is better than who. So like we not outside. So I have I have an
1: interesting other topic related to corporations doing shit about cultures they not involved in. It's a little unique. Um, Facebook. So are we are right? fuck Facebook. I'm, I'm I'm off them niggas, bro. Um, we talked about this last week. We mentioned that June is Pride Month, right? Shout out to all our LGBTQ listeners. Uh, plus, I don't. I never know what the plus is for, but I don't want to not include nobody. June is Pride Month, right? Skittles. We know Skittles. For how long, my whole life, your whole life, Taste the Rainbow has been the Skittles, like, that's your slogan, right? Rainbow also associated with LGBTQ. So for Pride Month, Skittles has released the pride packs of Skittles.
2: The grays.
1: (laughs) They're gray packs of Skittles with a red Skittle, and the word Skittles outlined in red. And the CMO said... Only one, this is also on the package, by the way Only one rainbow matters during Pride Give the rainbow Then she went on to say Through the return of Skittles Pride Packs Apparently they did these before We emphasize our commitment to not only being a great place to work Where all associates can feel seen and accepted But also our commitment to people in our communities And she had like a whole thing Nigga, this is appropriation, (laughs) dog. Like, fam.
2: Fam, that's not your community. (laughs) That's not
1: your fucking community. Y'all didn't create Taste the Rainbow with LGBTQ people in mind. And where it pisses me off, where it annoys me, immediately when I saw this, I felt like I feel when companies do little, like, dumb shit during Black History Month or last year when all of a sudden everybody celebrated Juneteenth, like and niggas just popped up with a Juneteenth 1-9 and they shit or some fucking uh, chains on some shit or whatever. Like, what the? F-
2: you know, it's kind of. You know, bro. what always kind of struck me is I, um, that Nike releases the Black History Month shoe. Every
1: year, and nobody says a word. Like. We just let it go to. Does now, it go to
2: charities? Now, now, granted, the black, red, and green colorway is fire. Always. But I always always like, will be. And I didn't notice this until like three or four years ago. I'm like, how long has this shit been a thing?
1: Bro, these shoes. Right? Are you are
2: you gonna make more available to the black community, nigga? <laughs> let me get some.
1: These these running shoes right here by Nike. Yeah, are literally called the whatever 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 Kenya. Nobody marketed these as Kenyan shoe, African shoe. None of that. We just put the Kenyan flag color in the shoe and let it live on its own. Right? I don't like them BHM in. Every fucking year with a new Jordan, a new this, a new that, a new Air Max. Man, that KD
2: uh, black. Yeah, fine. like,
1: you know what? If you're going to release it with the colorway, just release it with the colorway. But marketing behind it feels a little like. Are we going
2: to talk about Gucci appropriating Africa's color for their color? Segment? Oh, my God. Since day
1: one? <laughs> Bread, they did this green, since day one?
2: And then brown?
1: Come on, dog. Really- <laughs> what type of Nazi? Oh, my God. But, dog, I just. I. If you're a member of the LGBTQ community and you listen to this pod, let me know if you feel more, like, supported by Skittles, by them removing the fucking rainbow from their packaging. Like, for a month... Here's what I think would be, like, hey, this is real big solidarity. If we took every commercial that's finna say Taste the Rainbow off for the next month. How about that? Because this rainbow that we removing from the packaging is still very much so on our commercials. My nigga. Like, it ain't like y'all stopping marketing for this shit. All y'all did was create a fucking gray bag... That probably cost less, yo, and y'all still
2: finna sell the shit. Your LGBTQ bag—that's a—I don't want to say this, <laughs> <laughs> yo. That's a nasty bag for companies to try to get the fam. Like, cause like you know that's a a, a large community of people who gonna support who they feel support them. So yeah. it's like all you gotta do is throw your throw you a couple letters up there and shit, and then like yo, we got them. Yo, this one's gonna kill.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. like oh, they love this one. Like fam, you in a
2: boardroom trying, dog? I feel like it's leading. Like, can we make the brother have a? <laughs> like, I feel. <laughs> I know what we can do. <laughs> can uh, we make the brother? Dog. I just feel like it's a, it's a, I don't know, man. I
1: don't, I don't know. When I when I saw the Skittle shit, I got really irritated. Like, I hate corporate America, bro. I hate it. And I work at an ad agency, so I think shit like this bothers me more because I hear these conversations happen, Listen, and I'm no, like, that's tone-deaf as
2: fuck, This bro. was like 2000... No, this must have been 2009. I think I got into leadership around 2008. So, this was 2009. We had Comcast. This is like one of my first meetings and shit, right? hmm Well, in that gen- I don't usually say nothing unless I got something to say. I'm not one of the niggas who... Um, to your point... Uh, you know them little, yeah, little catchphrases yeah. and shit, nigga. They was running a promotion for the city of Detroit for the Africa Channel for Black History Month. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, and I looked around. I, my homegirl next to me, I, I gave it a nudge. I'm like, like, yeah, what the fuck is this? So I had to say something like, "No, nah, for real, we gonna with this? What we doing? Dog. Like, <laughs> you can get the Africa Channel if you live in Detroit." Yeah. During the month of February for $5. Yeah. I don't
1: like it. Like, like. I don't like it.
2: Like. I don't like it. This room 99% black. All this shit feels cheap. Like right. it's a couple white folks in here, but like, really my nigga? Yeah. And niggas just be
1: going with it, bro. It's funny because um, GM, so all the brands under GM, their multicultural is literally handled. Right here in Detroit, in the office that I work my in, my black woman, my that's my friend. Salute she to Ebony. Here. That's my nigga, Ebony. My nigga. I just saw a Friday at um at a we have an African American group and we had a little uh, meet and greet on Friday. That guess what? Got fucking uh, dominated by white people because the head of the group has a team of mostly white folks uh, that he actually runs at work, and he invited his team because. It wasn't enough black folks from the group that signed up to come to the event. So he was like, fuck it, let me not waste all this food and beverage and invite my whole team. And then here come 20 white folks. I was like, God damn it, dog. We can't have shit. It's the African-American group, nigga. But regardless, salute to Ebony, running Multicultural, doing it on your own. We're going to get you some help soon, I promise. Um, But it's just like, man, this black woman handling all of Multicultural for this gigantic brand. Wonder how many other gigantic brands are literally just saying, you know what? Hire one person, let them figure it out. That's how small of a matter it is. Like, oh, multicultural, yeah, we'll let one person do it. We'll just put it in the over there. Just put it over there. Y'all go do something, figure it out, get the multicultural. Salute to all the black and the Asians and the gays and the like, uh, corporations is trash. So fuck you, Skittles. I'm not eating none this whole month. Pretty sure I had some Skittles last night at the Floyd fight before I saw this fucking article about the damn Pride pack, so my bad. Hey, real quick, um, before we get to a Blackberry letter that I just got, want to salute uh, Issa. We mentioned her, but not for this. Um, she'll be playing Spider-Woman or doing the voice of Spider-Woman in the next um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I saw. So salute to her because that's huge. Salute to Tiffany Haddish. She'll be portraying uh, FloJo. Flojo. Florence Griffith Joyner in an upcoming biopic. I don't know if it's going to be like on like a Lifetime biopic or like a HBO Max, Netflix. I don't know what it's going to be on, but in the upcoming biopic, Tiffany Haddish has signed on to play Olympic gold winner Florence Griffith Joyner. Hmm. I like it. I like it because take on a serious role. Like, stop letting these niggas tell you ghetto and you hood and you this and you that. Come act, nigga.
2: How that's going to work?
1: I have no idea. Because Flo Jo... Flojo's a bad Flojo is a cultural icon, my nigga. Yeah, like, she uh, She's a cultural icon, bro. This is big shoes for Tiffany to come fill, dog.
2: How how do I Ain't she a little too old to play this role? Uh, I don't know. Cause like I mean Olympic tra- like you like twenty two years old. So right here,
1: like how did the track- with the hairstyle that Flojo got that eight that eighties, early nineties look, yeah. I could see Tiffany Haddish pulling that off. Yeah. But there is some conditioning she gonna have to get into yeah. physically because you're playing an Olympian track star. I'm a, I'm, yeah,
2: I so uh, full disclosure. I ran track through high school mm-hmm. outside of boxing. Uh, that's probably my number two sport. that yeah. I, I enjoy watching and shit. Um, I've I've been I've been addicted to track and field uh, since youngin'. and I so like that's important. And I w- I want to see running and and, and i want to see all that shit I'm, I'm here for it i'm hopefully she kills it i wonder how they're gonna do that
1: yeah like I'm I'm, I'm I'm yeah i really got high hopes for her to kill this story. i'm
2: wondering how uh i'm wondering how jamie fox who was the same age as mike tyson is gonna play a young mike tyson because yes. at this point what well, nigga if y'all gonna do this shit computer just have mike tyson play mike tyson <laughs> shit like yeah i don't know i because clearly Jamie has that mannerism than the voice down yeah. pack. But, but it's like, like
1: physically, I still have to look at you, man. Yeah. Nigga. Y'all niggas the same age. So Cause even when he was like younger Ray. And Tyson is in shape. Younger Ray to yeah. us still looked old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So salute to that though. Um, all right, man. So I got the uh I got the Blackberry letter. A friend of mine just sent me a real quick question, said he wanted to get our opinion on something. Um, because he was having a debate with a girl he's dating. And then I also saw some on the internet, because you know the internet be interneting, And I just wanted to have a convo about it before we got into that review and the shot. So before we get to this week's Blackberry Letter, y'all already know how it go. When you hear that can crack, that mean your man back.
2: All right, man. Uh, Side note. Uh, for some reason. Yeah. Um, it was Instagram ad, okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my fault. Yeah, but I saw a can opener for one of these. Oh that shit! You put on here and you turn. No, you you turn it and then this comes off. Oh, the whole joint. Yeah, and then like, and I went on Amazon because yeah. I'm, I'm buying it. off Amazon. Yeah. And then like, I seen the video of it. and They put they feel like it, I'm buying that one. So
1: so I have one like I'm sure it would work on this if it fits, but I have one like that for soup. Mm. That removes the whole. Cause
2: oh, it's this is made specifically, specifically for beer cans. For a
1: can, okay, yeah, because for beer cans. Thinking about the off. one I have, I was like, I don't know that it might because it's made
2: for soup. Uh, so so it's because yeah. like they, they put like a little lemon on the beer and shit. Mm. Like I'm like yo, because I hate like putting my mouth on this shit. Yeah. Pause because.
1: So it, that the soup when I got is because I hate when the soup top falls into
2: your soup because now I'm eating like complete trash, nigga. I tell you what, that really fucked it up with me for drinking. Uh, shit out of cans. Mm. Well, a nigga from New York say, you know, when these cans be in the stock room, it be rats and shit running on all, all on top mm.
1: of the cans. I was like, because then nigga, it's New York, so I know it's rats for real. Them niggas got cats, literally There's rats, the size literally. Of cats, <laughs> literally, like. dog. Speaking of New York, Rob, shout out to you, <laughs> Rob. <fool. laughs> Voice note coming soon. You got a lot of new fans last week, bro. <laughs> all right, man. So the homie hit me up and said. <laughs> I'm gonna get Rob to do a voiceover
2: on a, man, on a project.
1: <laughs> I just want to do a weekly, like something with Rob Silver, man. But, um, all right, so the homie hit me up and said, Yo, was having this debate with a girl I'm dating, would love to get y'all's opinion on this. Tell Jay what up, though. Don't know him, but listen to the pod every week. Shout and it out. says, what up, Would you all consider separate living arrangements or even a second home away from your spouse if you were actually able to afford it? In case one of you needed a break. So I guess like a separate wing in the house or a separate area in the house that's set up fully so you can get away or a completely second crib or maybe a little apartment and like. Y'all live in Southfield, but y'all keep an apartment downtown, something like that. Would you do that if y'all could afford it in case one of you need a break?
2: um, Yes, but I don't like in case one of you need a break. I don't like that portion. That's the caveat that made it like. Because yeah. eh. I know some people who just need their own personal space. Yeah. Man caves and all that was created for that space. Like, you can do, like, people who are in relationships, girlfriend, boyfriend, who don't live in the same house, this is no different. Yeah. You still love that person. You still committed to them. Yep. Do anything for them the whole nine yards. Y'all just don't happen to live. Physically live in the same place, but y'all always y'all always at one person's house, no matter what mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. So I don't mind that. There's a picture that's floating around about these two houses, and they have like I've a I've seen little, that, yeah, with a little, little like bridge of... thing in the middle. Yeah. yeah, definitely dated a woman who uh, thought that was a great idea, and um,
1: yeah, I I don't mind. I'm I don't mind a separate space. Yeah, I think a separate home intentionally. For you all to get away. Not, A, that's our vacation home in the Hamptons. But that's where I go when
2: my girl is getting on my nerves. Or that's where I go when I'm tired of this nigga. I don't like that. Yeah, like, if that's a you and you just need your own personal space and everything like that. Yeah. That's like That's the case.
1: Like we created basements and libraries and all these other rooms within our
2: home for this. Even if it's not within your home, if that's the basis of like the foundations, cool, but mm-hmm. you, it, it's not about to be, yo, when I get mad at you, this is the, the sole purpose of this spot here is for me when I get mad at you. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's not, I don't like that.
1: And yeah, cause also here's the the other part of that, right? The flip side, nine times out of 10, if you getting on my nerves, I'm probably getting on yours too, so when I go, who gets the spot? Like nigga, you ain't finna make me go in the basement while you go to the condo. Fuck out of here. I want the condo. Now we got another fight, nigga. And then how long do you stay at the other home? Yeah, you at the condo for a week?
2: Nah, nigga. You think you uh, Tiffany and you could just not come home that night? This is when it really gets deep. Just say she get the control of the condo for a week, Joe <laughs> Button Bars. Oh, man. <laughs> Ordinary love shit.
1: <laughs> man, he got some great mixtapes. Um, Yeah, so I don't like that there's – you're starting off the purchase of this separate space or this separate home with, like, a negative connotation behind it. Like, if y'all need a timeout, that's fine. That's natural. If y'all need an eight-second break, that's fine. Go get in the car. Take a drive. Go take a drive. But at the end of the night, you need to always come home
0: for one.
2: So let me ask. So if – so are you okay with – if she's like, yo, we can get married. This is our common home that we spend the time in. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to leave this home. I don't want to sell it. I still want to have it. And, you know, from time to time, I'm going to go there and spend time there. Sometimes I need alone time. Um, See.
1: It's funny. I, I literally look at that, and maybe this because a are from Mars, women are not from Venus, whatever the thing is. I always said, like, yo, if I had a purchased home when I got married and maybe this wasn't a home set up or big enough for a family, maybe this was just me having a starter home as a single man or some shit. Yeah. And then we got married and I wanted to buy a different home that we could start together. If I can't sell my home... Or if I wanted to keep my home, I would keep it as, like, an investment property. Nigga, Airbnb your shit. Turn your shit into something. Like, I'm not going to just use it or say, hey, this is my home, and I'm going to just keep it in case I need a space. So, to answer your question, if my wife did that, I'm going to have to look at her differently. Like, not on some, like, yo, I don't love you no more. But I'm like, yo, you really feel like you need that house specifically to have a space to go? Like, fam, you can go downstairs. You can go in your room You can go wherever In our marital home And we could make some money Off that old house If you want to really like What if I don't want to get I want to keep it though But if you don't want to Well that's the thing Why are you keeping it Because now we got to ask questions Cause if you ain't keeping it for us to like rent out and make it an investment property or turn it into some fun you just
2: want the crib? Yeah, it's mine. I just I don't I don't want I don't don't want another person living in the space that I have all my memories in.
1: Nah, cause we we creating marital memories. Okay. That's why
2: we gonna have marital memories in the in the house that we buy together. But I'm like in real life, uh if I got a house, if I don't want nobody living there, it's already paid off. That's okay, can you?
1: Nah. Because it's, one, it's money to be made. that You're literally sitting on bread, But two... But if man, you're not hurting for money... No, it, nah, it ain't about hurting. It's just more, nigga. Uh, Billionaires uh, is still investing. You know what
2: I'm saying? Niggas ain't hurting. Yeah, but every... Like, so I plan on having multiple homes. Mm-hmm. When I'm not in one of them, I'm not renting out. Now, a multiple home situation... That's multiple to, homes, though, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, that is a multiple home. But when we're
1: talking about we have a home and then you had one before we had one... Yeah. Nigga, we married. Now we have multiple homes, nigga. Zom, nah. That you ain't just over there and that bitch just exists and you just pull up when you feel. Cause now I'm wondering why you. What the fuck you still need that for? That's me looking at my woman, nigga. I see. I'm looking is, at that like, why do you need that extra home, bro? If this, we not making no money,
2: this is why I take. And a it's pa- just there. This is why I take a page out of Dame's book, mm-hmm. right? Even when you married, like you don't own the other person. They can do whatever they want to. Think even when you own a home, you don't own that bitch. Nigga. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, if, if 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 that's a part of their makeup, like yeah. for an example, like you're not a people person like that. You're not mm-hmm. out and you're not mixy with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if 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 you told Shorty like, yo, uh, we gonna have this, but like sometimes I do need to be by myself. Yeah, I might I might go over here get some work done or some shit and just be chilling over here for a day or so. Like that don't mean that you like stepping out or yeah. no shit like, it's just on some mental health shit. And if 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 your house that you grew up in that you got all your memories that you don't want, like I in real life I want to buy the house I grew up in. I wish them niggas didn't I wish no one lived there. I uh, same. And I, I and I don't want no I don't want to live there and yeah. but I don't want nobody else to live there.
1: So I wanted to buy mine to make it an Airbnb because it's right over there off Outer Drive and uh
2: no one's Airbnb and on Joy Road.
1: Well, here's the thing. So my my attraction is, hey, you're right near all them big ass like half mansion houses on Outer Drive near Renaissance. But Yo, this shit good, fam. So Jay, I'm not even gonna lie to you. You know I hate fake mango shit, bro. This mango citrus Corona that I bought from
2: Seven Eleven is popping. Yo, I just hit. I just drunk the the, the can crack. This shit is fire,
1: bro. Nigga, this shit is great. This shit is really. Good. <laughs> I'm like looking for other. I need more flavors now, nigga. Corona got one. Corona got one, but no. When I tell niggas, hey, that house I grew up in on fucking uh, Curtis and Myers, not exactly on Outer Drive, but you down the street, nigga. That's the draw, nigga. Airbnb, I need a million a night. I said but- I
2: don't, I don't have a problem with it. Um, but you just got to be so like you have to be secure in your relationship if you deal with a if you have a person who needs their own personal time.
6: Mm,
2: mm. Um, and sometimes. People won't ever understand that because they may take, because how you process information and how you process emotions yeah, uh, for you may not be another, not, it's not always the way that your mate does. Yeah, and when they do something that you don't do, not do you be like, well, why would you want that? Cause I don't want that. So why would you want that? And they're like, yeah. no, nah, it's not against you. I need, I need time to myself. I need to, I need a fortress of solitude or some shit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. on the flip
1: side too, um, as I always end every conversation when anyone asks me anything related to relationship advice, (laughs) do what works for (laughs) y'all. Cause at the end of it, nigga, what me and Jay telling you could be completely opposite of what's going to be productive for your relationship. So make sure you know, your partner, make sure you communicate with your partner and let them know what your thoughts are about situations like this. But I personally, me, if we got a separate home, and we're not using that bitch as either a vacation spot or a spot to make some additional bread from. It's just there for one of us to get away when the other one's on their nerves. I don't like the tone set around the house. Yeah, that shit so haunted.
2: For 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 it to be when someone gets on my nerves, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use this go this. That's not what it's for. Yeah, but that's if haunted. this is yo, this is my place where I go to relax. Yeah. Like yeah. I should I might go yo, I might come, I might come to to my old house and work out there. I yeah. might treat that bitch like it's the gym. Yeah. I might yeah. yo, this might be the spot where me and my niggas come and watch the game and and niggas may be smoking over here. And y'all, not, y'all, can't, y'all can't come to my house where me and my wife stay mm-hmm. and like smoke weed and do dumb shit mm-hmm. and be loud up. This may be, yo, it's a fight night. Hey, yo, meet me on the spot on such and such. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, you go to fuck home and like, you know, it's like I don't know. I wouldn't have a I don't think I would have an issue with that per se. Um I do know. That when living with a woman, uh, I prefer that woman to sleep with me at night.
1: Yeah, um, facts. so if
2: that's something that that uh, that you prefer,
1: you're uh, not gonna Tiffany from the shy me, bro. Like that's not happening. I cannot wait till we get to that whole. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's get into this shit, man. Cause, oh, let me. Uh, oh well, well, hold on. We got voice notes from the homies. Um, shout out to June. Shout out to Rob Silva. Let me play both of these real quick. All right, June. Appreciate you for sending us in, following up on your week or your note last week. Man, I'm about to play the homie uh, June. Following that Museum of June.
3: Hey, what's going on, family? I want to give a thank you to y'all. You know, the art show was a success, a very eye-opening experience, but fuck all that. Let's talk about this goddamn cesspool I'm subjected to on a weekly basis, right? So I had a thought. I ain't never seen dude I fuck candy. But now I've seen Candy Wash do that. Fuck Tracy. Tracy used to fuck Ronnie. Ronnie got shot by Kev, right? And then Kev was fucking Gemma. Gemma now fucking Jake. Jake fucked this white girl because apparently Black Lives Matter or whatever. But then Kev's sister got fucked by that abductor nigga, right? And then that's how she got pregnant. And now the only nigga she talked to was Emmett because they used to fuck. But now Emmett. Not even fucking Tiff, because now Tiff fucking Dante, and now she wanna fuck other people because Emmett fucked Dom. But Dom already fucking Emmett Daddy. You know, Emmett Daddy, of course, fucked Jada, that's how they had Emmett. But now Jim, uh, Jada fucking Emmett classmate Sway from high school, right? But we also know Sway fucked, uh, Jada classmate from high school, and he probably fucked Tiff. Because she gave him the card, that's disgusting, but not as. Disgusting as the look on Trig brother face when he found out that Trig is fucking a transgender woman, and I think he really mad because he also wanted to fuck that transgender woman. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that to get his own. But they all found this out based on the nigga whose sole job is to force women to fuck. What the fuck? This show was disgusting, man. Utterly disgusting.
1: Yeah, that's probably top five dead or alive voice notes we've ever gotten, nigga. Yo, man, June, don't 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 send nothing else if it ain't on that level, right there, bro. The
2: museum of June. Yo, Yo J- June's mind is a museum in real life. Follow my
1: boy, man.
2: Cause um, like, cause that's a con- nigga. No, he.
1: So for a minute, I thought we was finna tie that back to that. <laughs> I thought we was headed. I was like, oh shit! But the 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 twenty five degrees of separation he just went through. It just proves, man. Like, we've turned... I've asked this shit since last season. Why is Lena forcing the fuck? Why are they fucking on every episode of The Shy Now? What is this show, bro? Like, what are we watching every week? Chicago
2: listeners. Can y'all tap in with a voice note? Yo, Chicago listeners. How much are y'all fucking? No, I just want to know, because, like... Do y'all go a day? Remember when Detroit 187 came out? Mm Mm-hmm. And... Which was ended up being a really good show, but mm-hmm. y'all talk so much shit that it got canceled. Yep. But like, how do y'all feel about the shy? Cause y'all had a a, a horrible problem with Shyrak the movie. Yeah, and the word Chirac. Yeah, but in retrospect, are
1: y'all feeling represented by the shy right now? Cause through two seasons, I thought it was. I thought they were doing a phenomenal fucking job. Yo, salute to the goddamn dame asked on Twitter. Y'all talk shit about the shy every week. Why y'all still watching? Tim, we got trapped. We got trapped. It's it's the power
2: effect. Tim, I didn't pull out. Hey. Now I got a goddamn shy baby <laughs> Okay I got a fucking shy baby Cause I didn't pull out Okay I did not use protection I knew this shit could happen But I did it anyway If ever you were gonna relate to
1: Dane <laughs> Going that route was the way to go man June that was a phenomenal voice note I really appreciate everything you just put together And that, that tangled web you just wove for us What man. a
2: tangled web we weave Man um, Lena wants us Man To conceive
1: Facts <laughs> I'm shocked. Only one person pregnant with all that fucking they doing.
2: She was anyway. really pregnant in real life too. By the way, Keisha. Yeah. Oh shit. Dope. Salute Somebody, her. Man. I forgot who tagged me. Somebody sent that to me. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a se- it was a secret. And I guess last week niggas was like, "Yo, yeah." And she wa- she shared. Shout
1: out to Burgundy Baker, um, the actress who plays Keisha. Man, probably my current favorite character on the show.
2: She's the only one that's regular. She's the
1: only one normal and like she responds to things regularly. She's still dealing with her trauma from the kidnapping like
2: she moves on the show like a regular person will respond and act. Everyone yeah. else I feel like it's a TV He's show that we're watching. Everyone else is acting. Yeah, and this seemed like hmm, I see y'all, I see y'all some little marital bliss yeah. or whatever or, or, or problems like she just reacting normal.
1: Yeah. Literally to everything, though. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit more about Keisha. But Keisha gets big salute. Shout out to Burgundy Baker. And shout out to Rob Silva for this voice note I'm about to play. Because I, I already know.
2: I haven't listened to it.
1: <laughs> no, me either. That's that's the fun part about the Rob Silva voice note, man. All right. Oh, shit. Did I not download this shit? My bad. Pardon me while I pull this up. I just want to thank June again for sending that awesome note. All right. Here we go. Rob Silva. What's up, fellas? This show is straight trash. <laughs> straight bullshit. Rob straight How the Rob listening with the vacuum cleaner yeah. on <laughs> they it. Got in
2: barbershop with the old school barbershop. Man, <laughs>
1: no. Everything got a cord on it in this
5: barbershop. <laughs> uh, do you have the dude who put the cop that beat his brother in the hospital running a community protection of a service to replace the police? What kind of unadulterated bullshit is this? Show's horrible. No, no happy couples. Everybody's fucking, cheating on each other. Uh, uh, Duda and his wife. Fucking, uh, um, Emmett and his girl. Uh, Emmett's father and Emmett's mother done lost their fucking minds. Anyway, Showtime does have great programming besides this horse trash. Your brothers, I highly recommend to watch the four-part Kings documentary on Marvin Hagler, Roberto Durange, Sugar Ray Leonard, and Thomas Hearns. They show a lot of footage of the late 70s, early 80s Detroit, and how Hearns became a national icon. Something that both your fathers have probably talked to you about. So watch that. Fuck the shy. Fuck Lena.
2: And fuck her fucking Jay and Jesus. Peace out. Oh, that nigga on the subway,
1: subway. And that's the train. That's what you call yeah. the train. Yeah, that's the train, train. Shout out to Rob. Rob, man. appreciate you, man, and I um, appreciate that suggestion too. I'm gonna definitely check out the documentary. that's on Showtime. I'm gonna Showtime. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Fuck with it. Yeah, All right, I'm we got
2: uh, we got a a message from uh, one of our listeners, Don. Let's taste a listen.
1: Oh, shout out to Don. Appreciate. Asked,
2: let me hey, go Hey, Jay this and first. I just oh, want hey. to add my two
4: cents to the whole Monique. Uh, situation and what she said. Oh, take us back. While I do not believe that she's one hundred percent right, I don't believe that she's one hundred percent wrong either. However, I do understand that when these comments are made, you know, obviously they are made towards black women and the whole stereotype of being ghetto if you wear a bonnet or a scarf or pajamas um, outside. Me personally, when I go to the airport, I have, you know, my little flight outfit. I try to look as put together as possible because you just never know, you know, who you may meet. But at this point, I don't judge anyone for how they choose to dress. And if you look at the airport, it's not like white people are dressing any better. So
1: <laughs> that's my <laughs> Dawn, we appreciate you. And um, to your point, that was our whole point. Dress how you're comfortable dressing. You don't need to judge. So
2: think about this: too. others, like you never may, you may, be, you never may, you may never know who you're gonna run into, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they may judge you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like facts. Uh, this one, I don't know. This one, let me see if this was a double one or not.
4: Hi Jay and Ant. this is Dawn from Charlotte, North Carolina. I hope all is well. Dawn, we know you. Um, I don't really watch <laughs> The Shy. Um, you ain't missing shit this season. Watched season one, like two or three episodes, and and I just fell off. There's just too much content um out there, and I just fell off. But get into season I one or two. Your though. advice. I went on YouTube and I started watching Blue Therapy. Mm. Oh my fucking god, Paul and Chioma. I, yeah. I want to I I just don't understand why she stays with Paul. He is so fucking narcissistic and condescending and just so fucking phony. Like I, I don't I don't get it. But thank you for the tip. You def you guys should definitely um review that. I think that would be awesome. Man. Um hope all is well and take care.
1: Appreciate you for both of those, Don. Thank you.
2: Yo, listen, my nigga. I am hooked on that shit, and the finale yeah. came on right. Okay, so after that shit, they did a they did an after show type of shit, but that one ain't free. It's like two dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> oh, uh, but like, and it's like just like two hours of content. I'm like, I'm buying this shit, and they show like, yo, I sent you the finale. Yeah, I don't you, know if you I don't you know did. if you watched the finale, no, no, but no, don't, watch it. don't, don't watch it until I watch it. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, because that finale got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. I don't know why I'm so addicted to this shit, but this is like real. That's good content, man. It's good content. That's good content. That's found, all we looking for, I found a girl on Instagram, too. You oh, me? word? Uh, she, uh, the girl from the show. Yeah. Uh, if I was over in the UK. I mean, hey, man. Um, that shit, that Blue Therapy shit, that shit is good. Okay? Salute
1: to Blue Therapy. Salute to YouTube for having all that up. And salute to the listeners, especially Dawn, for fucking with, uh, with the recommendations, man. We, we really not telling y'all to watch bullshit aside from what the shy is trying to prove right now.
2: I'm just sharing with shit that I be watching. Yeah, y'all can watch fair. it or not. Here's
1: the thing. If they saw the shit in my previously watched on all black, a lot of y'all would think I don't know a lot because I'll be watching some pure bullshit, but it's entertaining to me. Nigga. Yeah. Like, and again, half the shit I watch ain't necessarily because it's cultural or not either. Like when I told niggas, go watch mayor of East town on HBO, the amount of niggas who have hit me up and said, fam, thank you. Seven Listen, episodes of one of the best shows you'll ever watch yeah, in your life, yo, this period. Show,
2: this show is about the cultural content, but I be in a... I mean, would someone say a weird bag with T... I watch fam, a lot of shit. I watch a lot
1: of shit. Like I watch I'm a, a lot of It was shit. funny. So, one of our listeners hit me up. I think she lives in Chicago, um, but she's from here, though. She hit me up and said, yo, just finished *Mayor of Easttown finale. Wow. So I was like, yo, that was dope. And I randomly just kind of threw it out there. I was like, you've probably already watched them, but go check out The Undoing in Your Honor. She replied, nigga, I'm a doctor. I haven't watched shit. I'm on my first vacation since COVID started, nigga. So she was like, I'm checking out. And I was like, oh. Which one would you go first? I would go the Undoing because Your Honor is still my personal favorite TV show of the year. Nigga. I was I would I would say go Your Honor. I would go Undoing first and then go. Your Honor. You you can't go wrong though. Like it feel like.
2: Well, I don't know. Like which one you think was darker? Darker. Well, like not shot. Darker, no, 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 no. I know what darker. you mean. Yeah, darker
1: because I think <sighs> the Undoing may have been darker. Yeah, that's yeah, why I, say, yeah. I would say go Your Honor, but where, you got to step up. Where step. I'm going, because she just came off *Mara
2: of which I haven't watched yet. So when
1: you get into it, you'll you'll know what I'm about to say. Um, nigga, it was such a, a, a what do they call a whodunit, right? Mm. But such a phenomenally acted like fam, every character killed. I feel like the undoing, even though I agree it is darker, I think it'll slow shit down a little bit for her coming off *Mara of Eastown*. And then... Shit was great, though. When she, Oh, it was phenomenal. But I feel like of the three, the undoing is kind of the one... If I had to rank them, I would rank third. And this is not a... Nigga, if, if three niggas race and all three of them break the world record...
2: That's why I put it last, though. Yeah. That's why I say go... To, go. But
1: the reason I put it in the middle is because when you finish with your honor, I feel like you're going to be right back on a like... Like, I feel like in the order, the undoing will feel like a little calmer, if that makes sense. Like, all right, this is still amazing TV... But I get to like fucking relax for a minute, cause Mayor of Easttown gonna have you on your shit, and we know how your honor had niggas feeling.
2: I feel like the undoing will like. Yo, niggas was hitting uh, me up about uh their startup.
1: Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. No, we into that.
2: The um, name tag, name tag was yeah. Like Listen, he was watching the yeah uh, season three finale. No, on niggas is into deceit, that. Like. So they
1: have another season coming. Do they? On uh, I swear I just read this. Start, on what was the original channel? Crackle. Crackle. It's coming, really. I saw that. Oh shit! I saw that. Hold up! Don't let me lie to you. I saw. I literally read that. Startup season four. Hold on. It's not coming to Netflix. It's still a Crackle series. Hell yeah! Hang on.
2: Crackle got my money, my nigga.
1: No update on a date, but just know when season four is created, it will be made. By Crackle TV. <laughs>
2: so AKA because I read I, I searched for this after I finished and it was yeah. nothing. And it because that shit the last episode they played was like two years ago. Yeah. They was like, oh, niggas fucking with this? Mm-hmm. Ayo, call a Ayo, call up, uh, call the crew up again yeah. and get these niggas together. So Crackle
1: was sold to Sony. And then as a Sony property, it was then sold to Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment in twenty nineteen. Who have responded to rumors about a potential season four, saying that there are discussions happening.
2: Oh, and we need y'all back.
1: So it might be on Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment. I don't know what the fuck that is.
2: So see, so this is this is great for the actors of of, of uh, startup because this shit was over. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm confirmed. I, I, I'm not confirmed. Hold up, hold up. I'm fairly sure that shit was over. And now that shit hit Netflix and they see that shit popping. Now y'all got bargaining chips. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. now you, like, Oh y'all, y'all need me up that rate. So hold on. Startup
1: actor give grim response to a potential season four. Hold up. Wait a minute. Startups been in the Netflix top 10 since it premiered on the network in May of 2021. Um, blah, 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 blah. I think people were aware that it was connecting with the audience. I'm not sure what happened differently on Netflix, but it's really found a connection. <laughs> Nobody got crackle. However, <laughs> when at facts, when asked about a fourth season, who was just talking? Oh, the director. He said, this I really don't know. It was a crackle show and it was a crackle story. The network has or the series has been sold off of Crackle and it's worked very well for the first three seasons. Sometimes things just stop and it's for the best, but I'm sure everyone would be extremely excited if we can continue the adventure. More to come.
2: Yeah, that shit's over.
1: So probably over, but it's mad rumors out there because y'all have supported the hell out of this shit since it hit Netflix. So, all right, man, let's get into the shy, bro. Let's, let's go there, because there are some things I want to discuss. Thank you to everybody who sent in a voice note. Hit us up either on anchor.com um, slash This Week in Culture or...
2: Side note. What's happening? You know, we've been on Anchor for the last, I don't know, two years or so. Two something. and a half years, yeah. If y'all look at the show notes on Anchor, technically there is a donate to support thing. That yeah, has yeah. Been on every If y'all ever wanted to, you know, yeah. let us. You know?
1: If you ever want to donate directly to me and Jay and make sure it's coming to the cause and not the... Pause Send that shit to This Week in Culture uh, Cash app So dollar sign This Week in Culture I think all that shit comes to directly To you us yeah, Okay go, it it Cause don't I don't go. You know I just never be knowing man, It's just
2: there Cause some people ask like Yo how do we How, how do we donate like, it's, So it's look there. It's
1: two ways to donate You can go to Anchor.com Backslash This Week in Culture
2: It's in, It's a link In the in the show notes every Or way. Anchor put that shit there by itself Go to the Cash even, app I don't even put it there Cause Anchor most put it y'all there.
1: don't listen from the Anchor so go to the cash app. No, I'm saying like yeah, it's in the in the show notes. It's there either way. You could donate two ways. Hit us up through the through the donate or hit us up on the cash app. This week in culture for both of them.
2: So when you think we want to get back to our reviews, like our in the like our, our, our real theater. joints. Um, you know small, what I
1: was? It's a, it's a it's twenty twenty two seats. So you know what I thought first of all, and I'm glad you said that because I still I've been saying this for probably a month or two now. I still need to look up, is AMC doing the $99 rental? That is over with. That's over. And the reason I said you that. the see be-
2: AMC stock?
1: <laughs> well, well. here's the thing. Here's why I thought about it. Because Imagine is absolutely not showing no love on no deals at all. I know a few people who rented out to Imagine, and they was like, nigga, Kobe, we need all $900, nigga. And I'm like, damn, y'all niggas ain't even no percent off, nothing. But Man, that over. either way, um, I think we just need a good movie to come out. I mean, I know we can play our own movie. We can
2: play whatever the fuck we can do. We can do what to. we want, but I'm like, eh. I if we do if we do our throwback reviews
1: live, my nigga. We can get in some the only thing with them older movies, we get in all two hours and we got three. <laughs> And them older movies has come... You know, a lot of them older movies came two hours, 2.05, 2.10. I'm used to two-hour movies. That yeah. was the norm. Nine niggas be an hour yeah. and a half. Yeah, now I'm shit like, is an hour and a half. But it's like, that's what we've kind of gotten I'm, used I'm to cool. doing our two internal... Hours?
2: We only need three, you know what I'm saying? Sure? Because yeah. y'all still got to listen to the pod.
1: <laughs> Definitely still got to listen to the pod. But we're going to figure something out. I was also thinking of a... um. It would have to... Obviously, there's no way to like lock down availability, but a drive-in sort of situation. And the reason I say that, if we got enough people where we could just take over pretty much the whole goddamn screen, nigga, niggas get outside their cars, roll their windows, like, just have, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'd be a little bit more open. Drive-in also only had.
2: How we gonna talk,
1: though? I was just thinking more of a, like, come see the fucking movie with us, nigga. We can't talk. There's no way to do it. We have to call niggas.
2: I I wanna... Though that would be dope.
1: And it's the safe because I was still thinking of that, like, damn, how can we just go to the movies with our listeners and everybody be comfortable?
2: I just say this, man. Yeah. Niggas is outside, dog.
1: Oh, niggas. I mean, we saw Greek town. Like nigg- they out there backflipping flipping. Niggas the is
2: outside. So if you wasn't the people who were outside, come outside. If you're not, then yeah. stay the fuck yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well do what do what you're comfortable I, with. For the most part, I'm not outside. Mm-mm. I come out every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I pop out. Yeah I'll pop out But I'm not like outside, yeah. outside i pop
1: out And nine times out of ten Is to be with people I love Yeah And we love the listeners So we are gonna figure out a way That we can safely interact with y'all um, We still got the one thing That we can I mean It might gotta get pushed back a little bit yeah. But it can still be executed Yeah Um, Alright man Episode three of The shy, Season four Like we always do at this time man Before we even get into it Let's talk about in general How you feel about the episode Where you ranking it Where you putting it matter of fact you said last week was one of the worst things you ever watched on TV so where are you ranking it against last week
2: um, <laughs> second worst thing you ever saw on TV so I think last week um it cleared my palate <clears throat> um like I was so dis- I, w- I was so disappointed mm-hmm. and, and frustrated that this week I had zero expectations mm-hmm. um I didn't enjoy this episode or anything like that so <laughs> so <laughs> I want y'all to think that I'm- that's where I'm going <laughs> but um, I'm just indifferent about the whole thing now. So, I'm not about to. I'm I got questions, but I'm gonna try I'm not I'm gonna try I'm not going to shit on this episode, the whole episode, mm-hmm. but I I 100% got the same questions that y'all got and I'm asked those questions. I can't rate this shit yeah. because this shit I shook my head a lot. I shook my head a lot. To, I watched um, this one solo, so I didn't have nobody to look at like, yeah,
1: "Nigga, look at what the this. fuck is happening." Um, to your point about being unable to rate it.
2: Cause this motherfucker's getting uh Lens Crafters plus. <laughs> we are not going Puerto Rico's nigga. <laughs> These bitches getting, niggas, awesome niggas getting America's best. I see uh, America's best. I think Barry posted I think a nigga, nigga Barry was uh in the gas station or some shit and posted. Oh, um, that's a picture
1: you sent me? Yeah.
2: <laughs> she took the pictures of some yays. Shout out to Shout out to Cartier, who's in the city. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're doing a documentary um, with some key figures in Detroit about the Cartier um, history because, let's be real, Cartier know who got them niggas popping like that with mm-hmm. the glasses. It's Detroit. Yeah. Uh, so niggas who will be in Milwaukee talking about we started yeah. the stop it. Uh, Cartier is in the city doing a, a, a legitimate certified production about the history of Cartier's uh, glasses. Yeah. So a specific. Woods, uh, uh, a specific portion of, yeah. of their, or their, or their glasses and sunglasses line up with Detroit because we all know what it is. It is what
1: it is. Here's the thing with Cartier. Obviously, they're doing whatever they're doing in France. We know what's going on over there in Paris. But them Cartier love bracelets. That got hot from rich niggas in Beverly Hills. Them Cartier glasses got hot. From us niggas in Detroit. Nigga, let's keep it all the way 100, dog. We put a whole arm of their fucking selves
2: Yo. into the world, my nigga. Yo. Uh, What's happening? Uh, Maj just sent the voice note in. Five minutes. ago. Tell that nigga he's
1: thirty minutes late <laughs> from when he told me he was sending it. <laughs> that by nigga the way, just sent one in five minutes, four minutes ago, and he said it's non shy related. Let me play this real quick. I know, it, pardon us, shy watchers. We about to play this real quick because it's non shy related. So I want to get off track once we get into uh, into the episode. Oh shit!
2: Look at this. What's on Yo, it? yo, emails. Remember that shit I said we were gonna talk about on 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 uh, on the shop talk? Like somebody just sent a long. Look at this shit. Hold it's going. Some,
1: that's on our shit? No, that's Oh, that's on that's shop talk one. shit. Yeah. Oh, it's going down on Friday. <laughs> I got to pull up here, man. I I got some I've been meaning to drop off for Dame since like 3 weeks ago. And uh I just talked to the boy the other day and he reminded me of it. So I got to pull up on y'all on Friday. So I might just pop in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, catch 90. catch what y'all are talking
2: about on Friday night, man.
1: Oh shit. Hell yeah.
2: I'm sorry. I been selling oh, you, I been you. selling shoes on GOAT. I just got the confirmation. Oh, hey, nigga. <laughs> nigga hold
1: up up,
2: nigga, I'm on grilled with it, nigga. Yeah, like, come on, y'all just got these bread fours. Yeah, they did so. Only reason,
1: reason I like grilled more than goat, even though I uh, niggas tried to scam me on grilled a couple times. But the only reason I like it more because you get your money as soon as you put the tracking info in there. That's the only. It's just immediate. Ain't no like one or one week wait or a couple days where you get your money immediately. I like that. Give me my shit so I can load it up. Um, but I right, much. Here we go, bro.
0: Peace to the park, Guards. Yo, it's homie Mach. Yo, I mean, I know the news cycle just spins so quick, so rapid, and we already off it, but just based off the last episode um, when y'all was talking about Monique, I just kind of wanted to shoot Monique just a little bit of bail real quick. Um, not so much for her stance, but for the fact that she took a stance, you know what I'm saying, that she challenged, she challenged the younger sisters to do what she saw as better. So, I mean, you know, we've often heard or even said, you know, about how the elders and the OGs kind of felt us uh, or whatever generation. I think Monique was just doing what she felt was keeping her sister's own code. I just saw too many brothers having too many strong opinions about it. I'm like, yo, you know, we got to stay out of women's business. You know, <laughs> like they say, well, you know, what I'm saying I'm not saying I agree with Monique. Um, I'm just saying. It's cool that she tried to impart what she presumed to be wisdom on some of the younger sisters, you know what I'm saying? Ain't like she named nobody in particular, you know what I'm saying? So that's just my whole my whole take on it, man. Love the show. Glad y'all back full strength, 100%. Shout out to Rob Silver, man. Peace.
1: Hey, real quick, before we respond to what he just said, Monique put out a response. To the backlash that came from some people, and just to the convo in general, I'm gonna play a little bit of it. She did what she did with the first comment, and it was 93 clips. I'm gonna play one of them just to but get her initials She do not know. Monique fam, you got a minute? And when when you start, or you throwing can do, a, or you can do like 10 or 20. Like it, yeah, you can do a video, or you can, either way. It's 93 clips, but I'm gonna play one. Here we go. Um, hey my sweet
4: babies. Um, I hate it. I've been thinking long and hard about what I'm going to say in this post. Because the post that I did Friday in reference to us being the best us that we could be, it rubbed some people wrong. But I want to share this with y'all. And there were two people in my life that had I taken a different attitude, I could have felt like they was rubbing me wrong.
2: But I'm glad I took the attitude of
1: appreciation. The attitude of... All right, so look, this finna be long, and I could tell by the amount of breaths and, like, fake deep shit she was trying to do in the I'm, video. I'm
2: frustrated already.
1: But let me give you... She said, for you babies that have taken offense to what I said, I'm okay with that. I'm not a I'm fucking okay baby. With, I'm okay with y'all being in your feelings about it. For the sisters that got it, I'm glad. For the ones that didn't, I'll wait. So basically, she said, nigga, I'm unapologetic about this shit. Yo, listen. What I said... I'm unapologetic in what I said because I said it with nothing but love. Here's what I don't like when people do. Don't say I love you to tell me you hate me. Like, don't, don't lead with I love you and then hit me with a ton of listen, hate.
2: Listen, That's
1: it. Just stand on your shit.
2: Listen, the reason Monique got a lot of black backlash the first time because we don't believe you. I think this shit is, I don't think you're being serious. I think it's disingenuous. You're acting. You're acting. Like, in all this, my baby. I'm not a fucking baby.
1: Hello, we, my loves, my not, tender babies, my genuine...
2: No, this is an act. That's not true. Yeah. And this whole... You, stop patronizing motherfuckers with this with this auntie shit. Yeah. That's a... No. Niggas got their own mind. We, I personally didn't think... Yo, niggas want to be known as freedom fighters and, and, and activists and shit like that yeah. for... Because... I'm not, we're not getting into all that. I don't believe you. I just say that. I don't believe it. And and, and it really it, it really hurts. The reason I really be frustrated is because what she was fighting for is a real cause. And when I believe you have a real cause, and I don't think you being genuine, I think it hurts the cause because the next person is going to make it like, nigga, you just another Monique doing this. When it's when, yeah, yeah. when real shit going on, and I don't know, oh, whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm. um, I still feel how I felt last week. Just do what makes you comfortable, bro. Like, literally, Jay Z told us a long time ago, what you eat don't make me shit. I don't understand why seeing someone walk through. Cause it's funny. I've literally today's the first day I've potted since I came back from being sick with shoes on. I've been in my Yeezy slides the whole weekend. She got a problem with slides, motherfucker. I was comfortable, nigga. Why you? How are you discomforted
2: by my comfort? You know what I'm saying? It just it, It's it's always different when it's another person's opinion. What if another person don't like your attitude and now we don't want to do business with you Sam. because we don't like your attitude and Sam. how you interact. Oh, but so you say that's wrong and yeah. you're doing this because I'm this, right? I can easily say yeah. that you don't like these particular women and, and, and bonnets and everything because they black and they come from the hood. Now, whether that's true or not, that's the narrative that you paint in your... like.
1: So, and here's the thing, here's the thing. I, I've told people on this podcast, just an example that I'm going to give. I've told people on this podcast, I'm like addicted to the Firefest documentaries, right? Like, I love that shit. I think it's the greatest shit in the world. So, on the Firefest doc on Netflix, the team that basically marketed all the Firefest and made it as popular as it was, filmed all this shit and did all this shit, made the social media as hype as it was, there's a bunch of white guys, right? When they went to go meet up with the dude who started Fire and Ja Rule, Nigga, none of them were wearing a fucking suit and tie, shirt and jacket, hard bottom. Niggas was wearing bubble coats and t-shirts and jeans. And if Ja Rule felt like he had on a do-rag in that moment or if he felt like wearing one in that moment, guess what? None of the ideas or money exchanged in that moment would have fucking changed, nigga. Your outfit is not commanding respect anymore. That's just not how the world works anymore, dog. Like it ain't, this ain't Don Draper. You not, we not in the fucking fifties, bro. Like that ain't where we at. Where what the fuck you want? Where what you comfortable in? Stop letting, yes, to Macho's point, the elders did a lot of what they said and what they taught us and what they told us did miss a lot of niggas back in the day. It didn't hit, it didn't land, it didn't stick. A big reason why is because a lot of us current era niggas realized we can still do exactly what we want to do and not fucking do any of the shit the elders told us we need. Oh, you got to dress like this to meet with the white people. No, we don't. We don't. They meeting with white people every day in Crocs. Come on, bro. And I can't wear my slides, nigga, because Monique said so? Nah, bro. I appreciate any elder trying to give us some game, but one thing about the elders that they need to do better is start having conversations, not just telling the tell, but actually listen to what we're responding with. We're responding to... Tell you you're wrong I'm telling you Yo
2: the world is different now Well I guess The world the, is different bro The advice that people give out It comes from a good place mm-hmm. Right If it comes from a good place Cause I don't think Monique's came from a good place Even if hers if, if her experience With the people That she deal with Growing up If you dress a certain way Around these certain people You get this results And I wanted to share That information mm-hmm. That's cool well, you gotta just put a qualifier on that because I can tell you about what happened in high school, yeah, um, and how I did something and something reacted. But that was people who grew up in the early two thousands. Oh, I'm sorry, the early nineties and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's not the these not the same batch of people who growing up Facts. in the right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you gotta adjust your message, man.
1: And that's you could look at people like look at people who are from way back then who are still somebody like all right, we thinking cultural somebody like Angie Martinez. Fam, she adjusted how she talks to her audience. She ain't changed. Her message is still being delivered to the same audiences, to younger audiences and older. But she adjusts. She, Yo, I figured she, out a way to get to she, y'all.
2: She also knows her audience. Facts. And she only speaks to her audience. Facts. Angie Martinez is not trying to get the 18-year-old. No, no, no. But you
1: know why the 18-year-olds listen to her? Because they respect her. And Monique, you're not necessarily going to command the young folks who you saw in the airport's respect by
2: putting them down the first time you, you know see what them, you thought and was talk gonna happen. Them. What's that? She thought this was gonna be another auntie moment, everybody was gonna share that shit like hell yeah, auntie Monique on them again. Nah, I don't you know it saying? ain't work like that, man. But guess what? That's not my, my preferred fit with me and a young woman that's going to the airport is not the bonnet. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> okay. here's the thing that ain't my preference. I just don't give a fuck. And somebody made it, somebody I said post. it was like, so the bonnet that you're supposed to wear when you sleep to keep your hair protected. And mm-hmm. we about to get on the airplane and go to sleep. So mm-hmm. that's why I got the fucking bonnet on.
1: Oh man. Don't, don't protect your hair for that trip. You about to be on
2: for three to four days. No, fuck your shit up for Monique before fuck your shit up for the, four, the, 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 the random people you about to see that you'll never see again in life. Who may judge you literally. So, I'll post it on Facebook, and then we're going to get to That That being said, I, I still don't want you. No, no, no. <laughs> with me. But i posted it on Facebook because I meant
1: this shit. I said, I keep seeing folks post, ain't none of my friends going nowhere with me wearing a bonnet. And I said, what the you, gonna you gonna going to do? You going to shoot them? You going to call the police? You going to call CPS and get their child took? You going to call their landlord and get it, do a loud noise report? You going to call the city and say they're leaving trash in the yard? you going to call Animal Control and say they got an exotic pet in their house, nigga. What the fuck are you really going to do other than watch them fly on the same plane you on, nigga? Oh, you're not going to go on a trip? you going to fight them? you leaving the trip? <laughs> no. you going to say, girl, why you got that bonnet on? She going to laugh and say, because I want to. And y'all going to go on that fucking trip. That's it. You're not scrapping your home, girl, because she wearing a bonnet. You don't give that much of a fuck. And so when shit like this blows up on the internet, I'm always shocked because I'm like,
2: y'all don't care this much. I let you niggas wear them big-ass shoes. Man, All the time. <laughs> man. I think that's offensive. <laughs> okay? I do. I think that's offensive. <laughs> ever since them fucking triangle Balenciagas came out. Oh, the world years, and went down, nigga. Niggas was like, oh, we can wear ugly ass shoes as long as they caught long That's as they what expensive? caused COVID. Ugly ass. Y'all said, hey, since Kobe died, the
1: world been fucked him. No, ever since them Balenciagas came out.
2: Remember about 10 years ago, them... them let me see what these motherfuckers was called. Let's get to the shy. I'll figure that shit we out. We're going
1: to get to the shy, man. All right, man.
2: we damn near two hours in, man. We ain't yeah, I love it. But here's
1: the thing, man. I noticed off the last two episodes, we barely came in under three hours because the shy ain't giving us enough to talk about. But this week might actually be different because we're going to talk about that Tiffany shit. I didn't like that at all, nigga. All right. So we're not rating this episode of the shy because it's just a weird episode to. Ra- I don't know what's going on on this bitch anymore. Matter of fact, I'm about to do something I've never done in this podcast. to pull up the shy, and I just want to see what it says. Chicago, the shy is about
2: arenas, the marinas. Mm. That's ru- it, ruining us.
1: Yeah. All right, here we go. The south side of Chicago carries daily danger, and the smallest and simplest of decisions can have life or death consequences for the residents. Life continues as the kids prep for school and their parents shuffle off to work to young adults or the young adults of the area are trying to scrape a living for themselves while the elders sit on their front porches and observe the goings on. The South Side has the potential to crush dreams and this coming of age series focuses on Kevin, a preteen who embraces the normal rights of childhood, Brandon, who makes a leap of faith to succeed in life. With Jerrica, Emmett, who seeks guidance from his mother, and Ronnie, who is a drifter struggling to be loved. All of them are linked together by sheer coincidence as they seek redemption. That is what The Shy was initially about, right? So let me go back through that. It focuses on Kevin. No, it doesn't. We barely even see Kevin, and when we do, he high and not listening to nobody. All he does is object to anything that's said to him. Well, that was season one.
2: Because well, none of them characters is on there no more.
1: Well, this is the description on, just like, of the show. Like, when it was created. So, season one, yes.
2: Yeah, because there is no Jericho. The there is no Ronnie. There is but no Brandon.
1: Brandon and Jericho, who ain't on the show. Emmett, who seeks guidance from his mother, yet he don't even talk to his mama no more. And she won't tell that nigga she they got cancer. A, they
2: need to update this site.
1: And then Ronnie, who's a drifter who got killed last season.
2: All right. They need to update this site.
1: So, they absolutely but the, need
2: but to. So, I, I think what you're trying to get to is, yeah. season one... This whole episode, this whole focus, it was about redemption. Kevin got into a sticky situation, shot Ronnie. He was trying he felt bad. He had to get redeemed. Brandon was looking for redemption, trying to get his life together. Everybody was trying to. to, to, But also about, as I mentioned last week, all of them
1: are linked together. By sheer coincidence. None of these characters are linked together. And you know why it kind of feels weird? When we have characters like Dre going to the doctor with Jada. Dre, we just got introduced to you and even found out that you knew Jada from high school. How in the fuck is she so comfortable with you going to the doctor? But she won't tell Emmett. Shit, if anything, why she ain't telling her boyfriend who grabbed her boob and found a lump? Why he ain't go to the doctor with her? Jada, nigga, you random as hell. And you have zero real connection that we've seen or oh, I'm sorry, not Jada. Dre, pardon me. You have no connection to Jada that we've seen that would make me feel like she's that comfortable having she you go was to the clear.
2: doctor. Yeah, let's get into this shit. All right, man. So, look. I damn near don't want to go scene the scene. No, no, no. Some of we, this shit.
1: Some of this shit was absolutely fucking wild. So, the episode opened up um Nina, who is Kevin and Keisha's mom, I just learned her name this episode, by the way. I did not know it. But, um... Nina finally trying to start yeah, acting like said, she
2: parents. We said yeah. her name on here before.
1: Alright, that might have been like last season, nigga. Cause I could not remember her name for shit. But um she finally started parenting. Or trying to. She trying to look like in she In this is. big ass
2: house that they in.
1: They in this big new house that nobody said a fucking word about. Um And she yo did they kill the kidnapper? He died, right? Okay. Oh, yeah, she beat him to death with the with the thing. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right, I remember. Um. Anyway, she giving Keisha pregnancy
2: advice. Side note. What's happening? We only found that out because we paused and of zoomed the news. in on the
1: article. Yep, yep.
2: That was on the desk, on the laptop. Because
1: without that, we really would have just thought they beat him and he was still alive and in jail and maybe a trial was coming. That's what we'd have thought. Anyway, um, Nina's trying to give Keisha some parental advice. Or pregnancy advice rather Telling her like shit about her diet And what she needs to do And oh yeah that's gonna happen to you Like ain't no way around that Da 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 Then she kinda on Kevin head She show him a little chart she made And she like yo this is where you should be in your life. Like, you need to fuck up in these years of your life so you can do better in these years. And right now, you're fucking up in this set of years.
2: I thought that was good advice.
1: I liked it, but of course, like I just mentioned, Kevin's whole purpose right now is to object to every. He's rebelling against anybody that talks to him, right? So he came back, and he fought her. Oh, what about Barack Obama? He fucked up during this portion of his life. What about Oprah? She fucked up here. Allen Iverson, he fucked up here. They all successful.
2: So what's your talent, my nigga? So she kept it real with him because she
1: told him, nigga, you ain't Obama. She she kept it a butt.
2: What's so funny is how they, they've they changed the character development of, of, um, of Kevin. Kevin, you're in a gifted school because you're extremely intelligent and you're extremely yeah. smart. The yeah. only reason that you're in this school is because you're extremely smart. You're not acting smart. They have you acting like a regular kid in a high school who's trying to get up. Like, you'd have been kicked out already.
1: And here's the other part, not just his intelligence but his maturity the thing about Kevin that we loved from when he was the young kid season one even through season two was yo he seems wise among his peers like that's one of the reasons that him going to this school and getting advanced and getting taken from the the school in the hood to the sister school that happens to be the the more privileged uniform wearing private school nigga Because you should be over there, apparently, based on your intelligence and based on, hey, man, I'm not receiving a challenge where I'm at. Both academically and socially. I need to be around some different motherfuckers and really sort of learn to challenge myself. But all he's doing is challenging authority. And that's what's kind of making me irritated with his character. Because, dog, the development was on the way.
2: Sloppy writing.
1: We though. was growing this man into a really dope character, and then and it's just trash. But anyway, his mama gave him that chart, basically told him, yo, you fucking up right now when you need to be doing good right now, because you at that age, this, whatever you're doing right now can dictate Will the be. rest of your life. It's very rare that fucking up during these high school and, and college year, this little section,
2: Fuck you, know you what can Alan turn Iverson. around. Yeah, each um, I've had a great career. Yeah, he did, nigga. And yeah, he you did. Know, I fuck. was saying in prison. It was yeah. a, nigga, a nigga. Somebody had. Uh, John Thompson. If nigga, he wouldn't have stepped in, it was over. Saved his motherfucking life. Credited that nigga like his father, dog.
1: Kevin, your mom is trying to save your life right now. So don't be mad or don't hate on her because she's doing it earlier than fucking right before you go to college. Like She's trying to help right now, bro. And then um, some interesting happened. The mom was like, hey, I'm cooking lasagna. Be here by 7. Woo, woo, woo. And then Dre came upstairs. She was leaving when Kevin was going off to work I thought she was or to cheating. school. I thought she was cheating, too, because Dre came down there. Because you clearly lying. Yeah, she was like. Good oh, acting, though. Oh, uh, yeah, very good acting. Salute to her. Because um, if we both thought she was clearly lying. Yeah, I, the lie was right there. Because yeah. she was, oh, I thought your early meeting, your 7 a.m. meeting was only on whatever day. And Dre was like, yeah, no, uh. They moved that bitch. They just trying to switch some shit up. They they changing it. And it was like, all right, you lying. What are you lying about, nigga? What's the secret here?
2: I was frustrated immediately. <laughs> Why? I'm like, we not about to go through a cheating scandal. If she was cheating, uh, that... Like I I'm like, no, no. Like, yeah. this is the only trauma that we haven't had on there.
1: Oh, boy. Yo, you know what I thought about, too? And maybe there's something we can work on a little bit more, like flush out for next week. Really identifying the traumas that they focus on week to week. Because it's trauma gumbo. Nigga, it's trauma soup. Let's figure out, like, every week which ones they focus on. Because they for sure are throwing them different. They It's a grab bag at this point, dog. It really is. But um, Dre left out for work earlier than normal. And we learn why later. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Then we see the homie Trigg. I said last week that Trigg is just mad for no reason. That nigga's mad every single time we see him. He is not happy. And it's funny because as a fan of Luke James musically, this is like the polar opposite of the nigga that I've gotten to know since like 08 via his other art. like, sneak is always fucking mad. So this time. He still put on music? He put out an album last year that was fire. Mm. It was really fire. It was really fucking good. It came out during the middle of COVID. Oh, was that the one when him and Emmett was on it? Uh no 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 you think about uh Reg. Oh, Eminent Reg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know? song was straight too. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like I literally didn't play it again except when I played it for Shorty, <laughs> but it wasn't bad, nigga. And then I'm like, yeah, I don't listen to a ton of new music like again, nigga. <laughs> so anyway, um the nigga Trig He in the kitchen mad. He hear Jake and uh Rashad. So is Rashad his brother? Is that nah, like what we... His,
2: that's his homie who that's did That's just bid his man who him.
1: took his bid. Okay. So he hears Sean and Jake in there playing the game and shit. Jake's supposed to be getting ready for school. He don't know that Jake and Kevin got suspended for... Is that makeup that, that Jason Weaver has on or that nigga that... Oh, in the, in the eyes. Around the eye? No, that's yeah. just how his eyes look now. He yeah. looked like that for a couple years now. I wonder if he's still getting Lion, Lion King bags. I'm sure it's a check. But like, it gotta be a check. How comment. much is the yeah, check? Yeah, I mean, if they played the nigga who wrote the song... <laughs> Probably ain't paying the nigga who sang it dog. Anyway um, So shot in there with Jake They playing a video game Trig going there like Jake why the fuck you ain't getting ready for school Jake like nigga I got suspended And he like alright well, nigga where the fuck is you going He like I'm going to school It's an in school suspension Him and Kevin both got suspended for their behavior Apparently Jake got suspended for fucking a white girl And putting it on Instagram
2: <sighs>
1: Or getting his dick sucked And putting it on Instagram
2: Pardon me which is interesting Because they weren't On school property But they were on a school trip So maybe that's Who it. caught them
1: When did this happen Why did this happen Why did Jake get his dick Sucked in the bathroom Like How did any of this happen But whatever That's what he got suspended for Kevin got how suspended How do you
2: suspend a kid For some shit to happen Outside of school property Maybe I
1: mean that's probably In the permission slip Like yo If y'all do some wild shit On this trip You are Especially at a private school Nigga you are property Nigga And you black You stay property nigga. So
2: technically If so, all right, let me get into my Jay Johnson okay. asshole uh, technicality bag.
1: There we go.
2: Um, so these are minors. Mm-hmm. So if you watched a live of me getting my, uh, if, uh, of a sexual act by two minors, then your ass should go to jail mm-hmm. because you literally watch child pornography. So either you act like this shit never happened, or if you officially kick me out of school for this shit, I got we got a case going. Wow, I'm shocked
1: Instagram let them get that up, <laughs> especially how Facebook beats. man. The way Facebook acting, nigga, they owned you know, by the uh, gram.
2: You know, uh, apparently you can't say nigga on TikTok. Oh, wow, I didn't know I've never been on TikTok, so I did not know that. So, I because I do the dad jokes and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I started uploading them to TikTok. I'm like, well, might as well understandable, just, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's where they at right now, yeah, yeah. So, I I got a video that posted and I, I came back like an hour later they had like one view. And I'm like, what the fuck is going out. Yeah. Right? And then and they had no sound. So I deleted it and I put it back and up. Reposted it, yeah. And I look at the notes like, oh, this you 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 um violated a, a rule or some shit or violate our policy. And I looked at the shit and I was like, What was the what's the what's most what's more important than the invention of the first telephone? Yeah. The second telephone. Yeah. Who you talking to, my nigga? Yeah. They, I, the, my nigga got me. Wow. The, you can't say nigga, apparently.
1: That's as bad as me
2: telling my nigga to hit
1: her up. Like, yeah. Damn. That's wild. I, I didn't know that. Uh, so TikTok, you don't get a salute today. <laughs> nigga, fuck out of here, dog. That's weak <laughs> as fuck, man. Um, but Trig go in there and he like, yo, Jake, how the fuck you get suspended? And then Shab was like, getting his dick sucked by a little white bitch on IG. And I'm like. Why the fuck you talking to Rashad? But then I thought about it. I was like, yo, Rashad might be a bad influence. I don't know that they're going to take this angle now because what happens later in the episode kind of seems like they're going to go in a different direction. But initially at this point, I'm like, oh, I wonder if Rashad's going to be like a Reggie type influence on Jay." So,
2: so, 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 hold on. Yeah. Didn't this nigga just get out of jail? Yes. No, not the friend. Him. Trick? Yes. Yeah. How you do a bid for you if he was in jail? Maybe he did the. Because um, he he showed up. He had just got out of jail dead. and showed up in the in, at the Red Maybe he did the uh the Bobby
1: Schmurter and them bid, nigga. Maybe we split something, nigga, and you got out first.
2: They don't know what to do with this character. Because they, the character only had one purpose. And yeah. it was it was for the agenda. Yeah. This character has no purpose.
1: Um I don't like where they're headed with the Rashad finding out about Imani's status, I guess would be the word, or like that she's a transgender woman because I'm already seeing what you're going to do. You're gonna you know have, going to have, she, they about to have him beat on her or do some jumper. It's going to be like an act of violence toward her. And I see the, because now we're going into another trauma bag. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like, not only let's see him beat on a black woman, but now he's beating on a black trans woman. So now it's like, here we go again, dog. Like, I don't want to keep seeing all of this shit. But initially, that none of that's happening in this scene. Right now, it's just Trig being mad at Jake getting suspended. Told him to take his ass upstairs and get ready for school. Then no, he, he told, told
2: him to do something. He was like, no, now I got to go to school. Yeah. He's like, nigga, you just said you got just said
1: you're suspended. And he exactly. was like, "It's an in-school
2: suspension." That's how the white folks do it, which is dumb as fuck. But that's the same thing that that is detention. Kevin man. told his, his mama, mom.
1: "Yeah." Um, and then when Jake goes upstairs, trigger to young, don't stomp in my fucking house, nigga. This ain't your house; this Reg's house. And I was like, uh, "Point for Jake. nigga." <laughs> like,
2: and then Jake got and bitched up.
1: Jake got chewed the fuck out after that. But then, because he was still angry at Jake, when Jake went to go get in the car for school, Rashad got chewed the fuck out. He told that nigga, hey, and clean up around this motherfucker if you going to be staying here. and nigga he said, hey, I ain't your maid, my nigga. My nigga dude, said, yes, I the fuck you are. I gave you a stack of money. you stand staying here rent-free. The fuck is you broke for? Why the fuck are you here? I gave you a stack of money. Hey, you can't go get an apartment. Go get a hotel
2: room or a motel or something, nigga. Like, don't just sit around here. Or, 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 or. <laughs> Use that money to pay a nigga to, to stay there. Hey, <laughs> or, or let's keep going with the oars. Nigga, not only did I give you a stack of money, apparently
1: also gave you a job to be Imani's assistant at the shop. You got money and a job. You can literally leave today, bro. Like, you will be You can find an apartment. No matter where, even if you're in the hood of hoods, nigga, it'll be ten times better than the prison cell, bro. Don't Imani look different? She looks thinner. I thought that uh, two episodes ago. She looks really thin. She needed to
2: I don't Eat. know what's going on.
1: I don't know, but she just, she looks a lot thinner. I noticed that shit. Um, but anyway, he bitched that nigga Rashad out, told him clean the fuck up. Rashad said, I ain't your maid. That nigga literally responded and said, yes, the fuck you are. You stand here rent free. And then he walked out and I said, yo, what the fuck is wrong with Trey? Trey just mad, dog. That nigga's upset.
2: Because he, he got a lot of hidden <laughs> anger issues. <laughs>
1: Then we got to the shit that set the whole episode off of me. This is when I sat up and said, you got to be kidding me. Tiffany finally walked her black ass back in the house the next day. She had been at Dante crib fucking all night. Woke up. I'm glad they said his name again because I did not remember and I was going to keep calling him Tiamari husband. Um, she came back to the crib. She walks in on Emmett, comes in and starts walking straight to the back. That nigga Emmett said, "Fuck you been on. Nigga, what the fuck you been on night?" She said, "With well, one of my customers." I think she said, "You better take that
2: bass out your uh, voice." No, no, no.
1: That was when he was. Oh. She was in the bathroom. She was talking to this nigga crazy the whole <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> all right, we'll wait, we'll wait. Um, she said, "Y'all was with one of my customers." That nigga was like a male customer. She was like, "Yeah." that nigga said, "Who?" Dante. Emmett got straight to it. So you fucking this nigga? She said, yep. And then she threw the sauce on there. And I did not, nigga. She say,
2: and he get better head than you. And walk the fuck off. Let me me explain to you how this shit is so fucking fake to me. Okay. We like Tiffany's character. Always have. No, we have not. Because with Tiffany character. Well, season one. No, we liked her season two. We liked her season three. Was it three? Yeah. Was it last? The last season. Yeah. Last.
1: We didn't review this season one. That's why I'm yeah. off in my mind. Okay. Season
2: one is you. season two. She was a no good nothing who was in a relationship with a nigga who was who was beating, beating her. her. Yep. I don't think you talk to a man like that if you just left a relationship with a nigga beats on you. Like, and let let let's just keep because that was the struggle bag that we was in first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of believable. Because of all, it wasn't like, it didn't seem forced or extra because of all the other shit that was mm-hmm. going on. I don't think that's how you act when you was in a relationship where the nigga was literally beating the fuck out you. Mm-hmm. Um She always seemed disheveled and like, she seemed dumb as fuck, really. And she also said last week, just
1: last week, to Dante, when he asked her like, yo, you seem bored. Her response was, nigga, I did the drama. I take boredom any day Because right. we've been through Fam I didn't been with a nigga who was beating me up And I've been with this nigga that I'm married to Who was cheating on me all the time To this point and something that I wanted to bring up this episode Fam they still have not said directly to her He slept with Don before y'all got married does it make him cheating on you in the relationship any less fucking wrong? Absolutely not. But
2: nigga, but before y'all got married, can we talk about this like adults? But 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 if we're going to keep it 100, we don't know how long they was ever together prior to the show starting. Because y'all yeah. just
1: got together in a relationship. Well, so they said it. we was together all through high school. She said it this episode. This the first time we ever learned that. We ain't know.
2: When I was a kid. So I'm yeah, like, that was just well,
1: a couple years ago. well, look, though. But <laughs> you then you start thinking school. about it. If he was such a big cheater, that mean his other two kids he was with Tiffany when he had the motherfuckers. Yeah. So, but
2: a high school ch- a yeah, child. Yeah, yeah, y'all niggas is twenty twenty one. And like, he, but he, but he running a whole fucking bit. Like, come on, man. Y'all can, can, we, can we, can we, can we, can we lock down how old this nigga is?
1: No, no, we absolutely cannot. Apparently, like. But what pisses me off in this scene when she said that shit so cavalierly, right? Like, yeah, I fuck that nigga, and the nigga eat pussy better than you, and I'm about to go take a shower because my uh, coochie smell like that nigga. They house smell in like bed uh, and pH dick.
2: balance of 22. Yeah,
1: my shit off, and I need to drink some alkaline water get my shit back to 9.5. Like my nigga, you think you finna tell me all that and then just walk off after you spent the night with a nigga? Nah, son, that ain't how this go, bro. Like Lena. And here's the thing, dog. Like what we not about to do, Lena, you my nigga. You been my nigga. I'm not a fan of what you done with this show, but I I think you think you're doing this shit with like good effort toward like like women's like, rights and maybe gay right. Like you I feel like you think you're trying to like boost women and les or gay people up in this show. But what we not finna do is emasculate men. Cause this nigga Emmett, fam, ain't no way he would've reacted that docile in that moment, dog. Like, my nigga, your girl just went out and admittedly told you, yeah, I cheated on you, spent the night with the nigga, and he do this better than you. And Emmett just said, Tiff, man, really? You just gonna go in the bathroom like that? You just gonna piss in the toilet? Like, come on, dog. Where your balls at, Nigga. Nigga, go talk to. And I'm like, this is like the ninth time she done walked away from this nigga while you trying to explain whatever the fuck you trying to explain. Like, Emmett, dog, come on, bro. We not finna emasculate this nigga Emmett in an effort to boost Tiffany up like she's some powerful, strong woman in this moment because she cheated back on a nigga that cheated before they got married. Like, come on, dog.
2: A nigga who cheated in high school. Yeah, like, a child.
1: Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, two, two, two. What else happened? Oh, at least did he pull out? No, no, no. Yep, that's that's where I'm at. Cause then when she go in the bathroom, she taking a shower. Emmett knocking on the door. He about to go to work. She still like he like she like take that bass out your boy your voice. Da da da, whatever. And then that nigga like, I right, well at least tell me this. Did
2: he pull out? Cause I don't need you getting pregnant and wondering who the father is. I thought he about to say I don't need to get, have another abortion or some shit like that. Because what happened to the other baby? But and then whatever. she
1: came out the motherfucking bathroom and said. We both came a lot. I can't remember if he pulled out or not. My nigga, what? My nigga, what? Jay, your girl cheat on you, admittedly, and then tell you, yo, me and the nigga I cheated with came a lot, and I don't remember if he pulled out. What's your next move?
2: Well, this moment she cheats on me, we're done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have heard about the details, nigga. Uh, like I don't. I'm not. I'm not from this era where everything <laughs> is cool. Uh, that's not how I get down. Um, so. However y'all want to get down? That's how y'all get down. I don't I mean I don't. just be
1: scared to break up. You scared to get a divorce from somebody? It's only be because hmm. there was some other shit she was saying. Again, when I get into detail, me and Jay just said this shit last week. Words matter, right? Like the specific things you saying matter.
2: I noticed that, um, if you're not accustomed to getting attractive women, um, you treat them, you act like. Him, it's okay. You can find somebody else. Yeah. Because to that point,
1: his other baby mamas weren't Dakotas. But Keisha, pretty as shit. Keisha Cole, man, so I don't know, but he let her get that bar off that she don't even know if the nigga pulled out or not, and we came a
2: lot, and I just... I wish the fuck I would be with my wife and let a nigga skeet all in her, and you think we about to just be walking around this bitch? No, man, get the fuck out of here. I wish I would be
1: with my wife, and she tell me a nigga gave me hair, better than you, he came a lot, and I don't know if any of that skeet got up in me. Fam, let me tell you where me and EJ finna go.
2: No, I'm gonna tell you where y'all about to go. You and EJ. Bitch, you
1: sell drugs. No, bro. no, no. <laughs> she going back to Dante's house. Me and EJ fucking going to the store nigga to get some da- ice cream.
2: Nigga, Dante not trying
1: to take no woman in with fucking children. Like, get well, the fuck out of here. Sound like she about to be back at her mom's from season one, nigga. Cause she ain't living here. Cause the, the, you ain't
2: going to talk to me crazy, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm about to take you from your man which, and bring you and your kid, nigga? I'm a rapper. And, <laughs> hey, real
1: quick. Any woman who's listening to this part who think me and Jay mansplaining, I want you to do this. If your nigga said... Hey yeah, I just fucked this girl who I be selling weed to and she give hair better than you. I'm about to go take a shower. And I don't remember if I'm nutter than her. Think of how you might react before you say me and Jay on here on some man shit. I just want to throw that out there, nigga.
2: Man explain it or not. I'm gonna tell you what I don't feel. And man
1: explain or not, I'm gonna tell you how a real nigga would have reacted in that situation. And, and Emma reason, did not respond like a real nigga.
2: And throwing. the only reason I can say what what I like if my woman my wife Fam. Comes in talking about all this Fam. shit. She out the fuck here because I wouldn't do that to my wife, so Fam. I wouldn't allow it to happen to me. Fam,
1: ain't no motherfucking way you gonna look me in the eye and talk to me that disrespectfully, and then we just stay together and work it out by the end of the episode. He ain't even get mad, my nigga. Like he ain't leave. He ain't do. He just. Here's the thing about guilt. You cannot let your own internal guilt force you into a disrespectful situation, nigga. And you allow it. You allow the disrespect because you feel guilty for the shit you did in the past. Fuck that, nigga. Allow yourself to grow. Give yourself some fucking grace. Do that. Give yourself some grace and stop. Don't, I wish the fuck my wife would, bro. Anywho, Dre went to the doctor with Jada. And Doctor told Jada, hey, man, cancer is way more aggressive. We got to start chemo immediately like this week. So, yeah, that's the plan. And then when the doctor walked out, Dre was like, yo, I appreciate you having me, like, tag along and shit. Like, love you. We going to get through this. da 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 Jada like, eh, yeah, you know, thank you. She like, I feel like I ain't had nobody else to talk to. And Dre like, nigga, talk to your son. Where Emmett at? Oh, him and Tiffany got a lot going on. How you know? You haven't talked to him. You Literally haven't
2: talked to nigga. Like, my nigga, you about to...
1: Fam, you have an aggressive cancer. They ain't say stage four specifically, but you have an aggressive cancer. Tell your fucking child. The description I just read said, and I quote, Emmett, who seeks guidance from his mother, nigga. As one of the only fucking characters from this description still on the show, talk to your child, man. Talk to Emmett, because you his mother that he's seeking guidance from. But she was like, I feel like I can't tell him, because he already going through a lot with Tiffany, blah, blah, blah.
2: Yeah, and, then, and I, I won't drop that shit because my mom's about to fucking die. Yeah, like... Like, get the fuck out of here.
1: Fam, you think I won't say, Tiffany, I don't got time for this shit, my mama has cancer, nigga? And you want, um,
2: Come on, bro. Jumping ahead, but the time that you, you want to tell me about cancer is when you come it's in half naked. when you naked out here and half naked, naked with, with, with a nigga I went to school with. Like, get the fuck out of here.
1: But then, when I'm walking out because I'm clearly rightfully fucking irritated and upset, you don't scream out, Em and I have cancer. Just scream it. Just say it, dog. Don't let me walk the fuck out. And then the next time I see you getting high at my girl, event, like, come on, bro. Anyway, she also said, um, Dre, keep your shit low because Nina got a big mouth. And Nina going to tell Kevin and Keisha. Keisha talks to him, and I don't want him to find out like that. So that was that. I personally, again, I don't. I'm not 100% that I feel the I like, I guess, Dre and Jada's relationship. I just don't know that I feel it because, nigga, this is like a deep ass bag to get into for somebody who just came on this bitch last year and who has other people on the show that she's close to. And she not connecting or reaching out to any of them. Like she reaching out to Dre, who used to fuck Darnell before she was a lesbian. Like, did she? Yeah, you remember they said that when they introduced her last year When they both went to the wedding No, I don't remember Yeah, they was like Darnell was like, oh yeah, before she came out I had sex with her too And it was like, what, nigga? But anyway um, After that, Emmett went to work He in the kitchen Apparently he there a little earlier than most He trying to prep shit So Dom came in like, nigga, what the fuck you doing here early? Emmett told her straight up Hey, man, I'm going through some shit I told Tiff she was like, why would you do that?
2: Cause why would you?
1: Well, no, but here's the thing, though. Yes, why would you? Cause nigga, clearly you was trying to get your own guilt off. But
2: I liked how he responded. The same reason you told Darnell, nigga, I couldn't deal with the guilt. No, that's not that they didn't do they didn't do that shit for the same reason. I got a history of fucking up with this woman. And I finally made it back. Y'all just started fucking with each other. It is not the same at all. But it ain't the same, but to his point. Nigga,
1: you told Darnell—the reason this shit sparked up and got me anxious as fuck is because you told my dad, and now I'm worrying about, nigga, are you going to tell Tiffany? Is my dad going to slip and tell Tiffany? Because he kind of a whole-ass nigga. Because as soon as you told me that nigga—or told him, that nigga ran and told me. Like, hey, you fuck my girl, huh? Man, this shit crazy. So, nigga, like, nigga, why the—essentially, f- the nigga was saying, why the fuck did you tell my dad, nigga? Like, we was good, we was working, shit was cool— I even let you hook up with my dad without me saying and I ain't blow the spot up. Why did you? So then Dom says the shit that probably irritated me most this whole episode after Tiffany. She was like, Well, now Tiff gonna be mad at me and it's gonna fuck up our business. You know we have our weed taste in the night. Dom, me and you literally have a business together. And that's my wife. Do you not think that I have concerns about business right now? Because if my wife says, you can't work with that bitch no more? That's going to fuck up my restaurant because you're the cook. I don't give a fuck about y'all weed brownie business that started a week ago that y'all giving out free samples of.
2: But that's the reason. Like, why the fuck did you say?
1: Oh, no, no, no. He's a wild nigga for telling her. But I'm like, Dom, you're not finna sit here and guilt me into. Now but, you're going to fuck up my business,
2: But nigga. Another thing that we got away from was it meant a smart motherfucker. Remember so how, savvy, dog. Remember how he kept getting Brandon in it? Like, well, listen, this is yeah. what I'll do. I'll do this. Like, you know you would have thought of this shit.
1: Yeah, I, I just. Uh, his savviness is gone away and his manliness has gone away. They've literally, like, I don't know, man. They've they've taken he a lot away a stero-
2: from it. He, he turned to a stereotype.
1: Him and Kevin, they're taking away pretty much everything that we really loved about these characters. And it's kind of like, it's wild. But that's to our point and to the point of niggas like Rob and and June and Macho and cats that hit us up and ask us or mention how much the show has kind of gotten away from itself. This is why, because look at the, the only two, there were four main characters mentioned on that season one, Brandon, Ronnie, Kevin Emmett, Brandon and Ronnie gone. I don't know why Ronnie died off. They were fucking his character over. He never really had a point anyway, but after Kookie's death, like, and once that got resolved, he never had a point, but, Iman and Kevin still here. The reason that this shit feels like it's getting away from itself cuz them two characters are getting
2: away from themselves. No, because Lena it was started, no cuz Lena started writing and the direction of the show changed when she said specifically that I wrote all this shit. All this shit. Um and she ha- clearly has a, a a purpose that she was writing with and that's I mean it's her show. She do what the fuck she want to do. So then yeah, she like evil Tyler Perry, nigga.
1: these Tyler shit be I mean, it'd be wild, but, you know, it'd be, nigga. All right, so then this is where the show got really fucking crazy. Because now we're just throwing random characters back in the mix, right? We go over to fucking uh, Imani hair shop, whatever. She doing one of her homegirls hair, fixing it up, cleaning it up. Then a man and a woman walk in the shop. The man walked in and immediately said, hey, do her hair. And at first, I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck is this? I turn around and looked at the TV. I'm like, why do this nigga look familiar? It was the nigga Nuck. You might remember Nuck from season 3 of The Shy. Nuck was the scary uh women trafficking nigga that Kevin rolled up on when he was first looking for Keisha, going door to door.
2: But so, we never he never announced, he never said that he was Nuck. No, no, no. He said Nuck we thought
1: was that who Keisha was fucking was it supposed to be Nuck and he never said his name. I thought it was a different name cuz
2: like it was the nigga that Open the door But we yeah, never Yeah we never heard
1: That he was Nuck You right yeah. you right So Kevin went to the right crib Because that was a nigga Keisha was supposed to be Going to see that night She got kidnapped So This nigga Nuck Came up in there Said do his girl hair But soon as she sat In Imani's chair Imani looked at her And you could clearly tell Like oh girl was disheveled She looked a little malnourished Looked like she might not Have been that clean And then Imani even asked her Like how often You wash your hair She was like Not that often So I, you put two and two together. This is another trafficked girl that Nuck got up in that house. Here was my issue with that scene. And here's my issue with Lena writing this in. Because motherfucking Trig and Imani burst in that house with guns trying to see if Keisha was there. Pistol whipped all the niggas downstairs, Nuck included. Tied them niggas up. Y'all got me believing Nuck bringing the motherfucker to get her hair done. In front of the nigga who... Who robbed his house. Like, come on. Or who raided his house. They ain't rob him. But nigga, are you... See- and he know, as we find out later in the scene, Nuck know who Imani is, literally. So he just let all that happen and still said, I'm going to take my girl to go get her hair done with that girl that uh, barged in my crib and pistoled with me with the gun and held me at fucking gunpoint while they looked for a girl I didn't kidnap in my house. And could have fucked my whole little trafficking operation up. Now, granted, I ain't here to defend no traffickers. But nigga, wouldn't he have come back in that bitch blasting before he came in there requesting a fucking hairstyle, nigga? Huh, the unrealism continues, dog. Them niggas was literally on some Batman shit in his house, and he came to get his girl hair done, dog. Who is Trigg? Nigga Reggie,
2: brother. And the, the reason I say who is Trigg is... Yeah. We knew you was this big bad gangster nigga who showed up. Mm-hmm. You came in like that, but then switched because I had a, a little soft spot for my little brother. Yeah. yeah. And then you went to selling drugs for the mayor. But now you're a freedom fighter. Yeah. And now you went like, who is this character? But Just two episodes ago, you almost beat the cop to death. Like, who to is this? Death. Like, who is this character?
1: Even after the mayor told you, hey, we don't have to get revenge
2: like that. I got a plan. And to be perfectly honest, I don't like the narrative that... <laughs> I
1: can't believe I'm going to say this what, shit. What, defending the police?
2: I, I don't like the narrative that just because you're the police, you bad. Oh, no, and I that hate that, the, the police is the ones that's terrorizing the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, yeah. Niggas I don't
2: jumped the police in Greek town this weekend. Literally. Was rolling their ass. But last weekend, while we was around the corner and niggas got shot and killed, it's like oh, shit, niggas can't be, niggas go outside and they go crazy. Like, which one is it? Yeah. Is it niggas crazy or is it the police crazy? Is it Uchi Wally or is it one mic, nigga?
1: You know how that go. And here's the thing, dog. With Duda finally mayor, being mayor and Trigg working directly for this nigga and still apparently the foster parent for Jake because we finally heard that used, you would think Dudai might really tell Trig hey, you cannot do some of this shit you doing, nigga. Them little angry outbursts and shit, that ain't going to work, bro. Because I'm in a position that, I, nigga, I'm not just a pizza man no more, bro. I get caught up in some corruption shit, you're fucking up my entire thing. Which I would assume... Fucks up the sixty third street gang plan or whatever.
2: Niggas let the pizza man become the mayor. Facts. Fuck the fact that I'm a drug I'm, I'm a drug dealer and all this shit. The, the leader of the sixty third mob. Y'all niggas let the pizza man become the mayor. What Fuck was I the nigga think. that used to
1: own that pizza hut on
2: 7 Mile and uh, in the lot? LeVan Hawkins. LeVan Hawkins. What if that nigga became mayor? He. I think he almost. I think tried. he ran, didn't he? I would have voted for him though. Because that was a black businessman. Hey, fam,
1: I had my first, uh, when I moved to Detroit, I had my first maybe like three, four birthdays in that pizza, nigga. Shout out to LeVan Hawkins. Um, anyway. Oh, so then while the nigga knocked there and his girl hair getting done, your man shot comes back in, right? He been apparently out because we, this is when we find out he been working for Imani. So he walks back in there. I guess she needed some supplies and shit. She like, what took you so long? Where you been? That nigga like, I stopped and got a pack of cigarettes. Damn, nigga. And then he see Nuck. And Nuck like, oh, you work here now, nigga? How long you been out? They dap up. They clearly know each other from back in the day. Nigga, like, I've been out for a minute. He was like, Yeah, I heard you did a little bit. Whoa, whoa, whoop. He was like, yo, nigga, where you about to go? The nigga said, I'm off, right? Anna and I? He looked at Imani. Money. They kinda go back and forth. Then that nigga was like, I'm about to go get something to eat. Nigga Nuck was like, you know what? I'm gonna roll with you while she getting her hair done. Fuck it. So when they go to the bar, they eating, having some brews. And that nigga Nuck was like, so you work for her, huh? Shot like, yeah, she cool, man. You know, that's a nigga trade girl. She kinda, you know, got a little attitude, but she cool. That nigga Nuck was like, Ain't no way I could work for for that thing. Shot like, what you mean? Nigga, you know that's a nigga in a dress. And it was like, oh, shit. Then Shad had that look of fucking disgust on his face. To the point... Uh, Who was that that made that? June? Yep. To June's point, like, yo, I might have wanted to try my man Trig, girl, now that I'm home and I live under their roof. And now I'm looking at myself like, oh, you got me
2: working for... That's why Trig's so angry. Mmm.
1: Hey. Well, that nigga Shad looked...
2: Remember, One, remember, we confirmed remember when that whole little scene inside of the bar
1: and Oh yeah.
2: Oh he definitely dealing but
1: with But shit. shit, nigga, you remember last week when me and you wasn't for sure that the nigga shy didn't know? We confirmed it. That nigga did not know because his face was looking crazy as fuck,
2: dog. He was fresh out. You feel me?
1: I nigga saw anything and was like, all right, I'm trying to go down there.
2: So what kind of role you think uh damn, what's this nigga name? Uh uh God damn it, the nigga who got the whorehouse. Uh, gone oh, uh, Nuk? Nuk. Yeah. What kind of, you think he about to be, because you never know Alina, is he about to be a part of the rest of the season or you think this was a one-off to establish something? So here was the thing.
1: Last year when he showed up, I thought it was a one-off to establish something because we saw that they weren't going in the trafficking women direction that we assumed in the first two episodes, right? So this year, I'm trying not to get Basically, I'm trying not to think like I did last year that they're going to go into this trafficking young black women bag because last year when we thought they was headed that direction, them niggas essentially went in the house, saw Keisha wasn't there and said, I well fuck it. We don't care about that trafficking. We look for Keisha only. So to your point, I'm not going to assume that he's going to play a bigger role in this shit other than revealing to Shad she's a transgendered woman. Other than that, I don't think he going to do shit else, bro. Because so, we saw the scene at the end where she told Trigg, I need your help. Like, Trigg brought one of his girls, or Nuck brought one of his girls in there. I could tell she'd be in traffic, da-da-da. And that nigga Trigg said, nigga, I'm doing what I can. I can't help everybody. <sighs> and we also already broke into that nigga's house before.
2: Did you know that I didn't realize that was Nuck? Till now? Well, I mean, or to, until we got to, to record episode. Oh, okay, okay. I'd be so disinterested, mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm. never clicked that it was Nuck, and he was like, "Yo, that nigga's a gangster." And yeah, yeah. Them. Nigga, you already robbed him, and Man, y'all them literally went and, like, in there. Because here was the thing, and th- here's another reason: there should reason. be beef if
1: this, this is, is the shot, and there should be beef because Nuck pulled the strap on Kevin, told that nigga, "Nigga, I will blow your head off where you stand, nigga." Cause you knocking on my door looking for your sister. Nuck never seemed like a nice nigga from Rip. So if he'll
2: shoot Kevin where he stand. Why you why you why he okay with the disrespect and he know where you live at? Because that shop is in your basement. Clearly. Uh clearly. He know your whole house. The whole hood know you live in Reg House, by the way. And if and, and if the whole hood know you is dealing with a transgender woman, they they everybody just cool with that? Mm. Because it seemed like you not, right? Uh, but how does and, that work? And here's the thing. As if your sexual history should have anything to do with the illegal shit With whether niggas fuck with you, yeah. Apparently, you seem like you you you
1: mind. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, though, they also... We know he works for Dudot. They haven't gotten into... What do you do? What he does exactly. Because I'm like, nigga, Duda didn't get y'all money to do that shop... Are y'all funneling money through that shop the way he was trying to funnel it through the housing shit and the shit with Brandon Food Truck? Yeah. Like, how are you working for this nigga? Because if it's some straight-up direct drug sales, I'm saying this strictly from the hood perspective, no, niggas are not going to just let you slide with dating a transgendered woman. Niggas will say something about that and beef with you and Trin will be or, or out here fighting will, for days. Or niggas will just roast you and not fuck yeah, with you. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, niggas yeah. will, we know what the hood is. Does with LGBTQ people, like men and women, we know
2: how they treat them, but especially men. Uh, I don't know. I know, I mean, it'd be gay niggas in the hood and they just who they are, yeah. But, like, uh, if anybody but if them niggas was out here
1: dealing dope. It might be a bit more of a challenge to that. Yeah, That's what I'm about, saying. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. the hood is, is small-minded. We know how the hood like the hood and how shit normally goes and anything that kind of breaks to the left of that, the hood kind of getting their back. So I'm curious, to your point, what Nuck's character is going to do. But in my mind, I think he was brought in here solely to reveal two things. That Jasmine was transgendered to Shad. So you think
2: she pre or post?
1: Uh, I don't know. I never, but you remember we thought that or wondered that last year. Like, I wonder if she's gone fully into.
2: Cause that's a whole, that's a whole nother bag. To shoot you. Yeah, no, real life. Like real that's life. a whole nother bag, right?
1: Real life. And then uh, the other reason I think that nigga was brought on here was to get them back in there or Jasmine back in her yoke. Cause she was on that save the girl shit last year and they never jumped into so, it. Like, but now Trig trying to say the hood and be the police.
2: Like which one is it my nigga? You can't be trying to save the hood while you are simultaneously destroying it with drugs. Mm. Which one is it? Nigga, mm. the police is out here for you, nigga. Yeah. And all the, the violence that your job and your trade brings. Nigga, they not out here fucking with niggas just because. Yeah. Well, not most of them not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them are. We know that. But, but, get, but, but like- not on some respectability shit, but if you niggas wasn't out here shooting and killing y'all specifically fucking up the regular niggas who go to, ju- like if we want to do on some percentages shit, mm-hmm. a good 95% of any town, any and probably even higher mm-hmm. are regular hardworking people. And then you got the other people who fuck it up for everybody. Most niggas in insert neighborhood here are not criminals. They are hardworking people who happen to live in this neighborhood now that is infested with them. Now. But you know where a lot
1: of, because to your point, most of them aren't criminals. Most of them are perceived criminals. And the reason they're perceived like that is because we black folks said that that do-rag and that bonnet and them slides and that beater and that them sagging was some ghetto shit. And now I'm about to create a perception about how you look. Because as a white person, when you calling it ghetto in some
2: hood, and we, I know al- that. And we also don't ostracize the bad in our neighborhood. We mm. accept it. Mm. You know you don't want that nigga slanging dope next door to you. But when you, when, because you scared of them, yeah. you allow that shit to go down.
1: Scared and or on some... Fucking Niggas always telling black people what to do. Nigga, no accountability. You lack in accountability, or it shouldn't be bravery,
2: nigga. It, you should be ostracized in these streets if you do bad shit to women. Facts. You should be ostracized in the street. Nuck shouldn't do be allowed to
1: do what he's doing dead in the middle of the hood.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. It, bro. it should be hard for you. Yeah. Just how it should be hard for Zimmerman, wherever he at, or to walk them streets. If, if yeah. you're a person out there trafficking women, and everybody know that you're trafficking women, we're not talking like. It should not be easy for you. And people who are your friends, y'all should not, like, come on, man. And here's the thing.
1: It wasn't like, because we know just from what we've read about real life and what we've seen in movies and TV shows, there are some real sophisticated trafficking organizations out here. Some shit you will never get to the bottom of just because you heard or found one thing in the middle of the hood. Fam, nook dead in the middle of the hood with a house full of women being drugged and prostituted. My nigga, why ain't nobody killed this man yet?
2: Why he ain't in jail?
1: Why he ain't in jail yet? Because if the hood know it, the police know it. Because here was my point where I'm with Jasmine on Trig. My nigga, you trying to save the world, but all of a sudden these girls up in the house don't matter no more. Fam, you waiting on people to call you instead of calling the police? I'm telling you there's an issue in this house, my nigga. It's some women over here. Like, what is the purpose of your organization if y'all won't go over here? But
2: on the flip side, y'all could just call the cops. This shit's so fake. It's wild, bro. Y'all niggas really trying to defund the police shit? Well, let's get to it. Let's
1: talk about the defunding of the cops and what the direction is going to be for protecting these neighborhoods now that Duda is talking about taking money from them. So that nigga asked Tracy straight up. And this scene started with this question. What would you do with $5 million?
2: (laughs) Something strange for that piece of chain.
1: Tracy looked at that nigga like...
2: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how freak are we trying to get? <laughs> Yo, I
1: don't know if it's the actress. Why she on the show? I don't know if it's her, but why everything she do got like sex face, nigga.
2: Like everything
1: she say, everything just feel like she trying to fuck.
2: You fucking Ronnie and the mayor,
1: <laughs> like what? And that old nigga that came back from 63rd Street <laughs> that was killing Trig in the or uh, killed Trice season one. <laughs> she <laughs> was wow. But you were. It's funny. Um when I rewatched the season before uh, season four started during season two, when she started her organization, you remember it was all the mamas sitting around or whatever. Or matter of fact, this was season one. She said, um, when she was young, she got molested by an old dude and ended up getting pregnant. That was old boy. Mm -hmm. So that's where this love for older men kind of stemmed from. And she's still dealing with PTSD and she think these is, so that'll make you kind of get why a nigga like Ronnie, or this nigga Dudai, granted, Dudai clearly got like at least $20 more than Ronnie, if not way more. Um, but why these older niggas is kind of on Tracy radar instead of some niggas who might be a little more, you know, age appropriate. But anyway, he asked her, yo, what would you do with $5 million? She said, "Um, are you serious? He was like. Well, the police spend that every day? She was like, I, I like she she like I think I wouldn't even know what to. Pretend. Yeah, I wouldn't know where to start. And he was like, well, the cops spend that every day, sometimes more. Basically, he' trying to tell her, Yo, we're reallocating that one point nine billion dollars. I said that the police spend every day, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with this five million because nigga, I'm sure your organization could thrive off five million one time. These niggas spend five million a day, if not more. So he goes. Well, first of all, after the shock of me sitting there wondering, like, yo, is he really about to give her $5 million, nigga? That's not how the mayor works. That ain't, fam, <laughs> I'm sitting there looking like, are you, <laughs> I'm like, are you tricking, nigga? Like, with the- Kelsey Grammer would never. Fam, nigga, Kwame would. Like, so I'm sitting there like, yo, dog, what the fuck? Once I realized he wasn't tricking the money he's trying to reallocate, I'm like, oh, okay. And then she's, like, giving thought to it. And your man, Trig, we hear him arguing, because he gonna argue. He busting that bitch. And then nigga like, "Man, you ain't watching the news? My nigga, I'm at work. I'm being the mayor." Like, "I don't what you think I'm I'll be doing, nigga?" And he cuts on the news, sit on the couch, and they're interviewing a police officer on the news, and dog basically said, "Yo, if the mayor doesn't want us in black neighborhoods, nigga, we going to see how that work out." Short shortened to the point. Nigga, we going to see how that work, bro. And then Trig cut it off and he was like, yo, some niggas in the hood is feeling you. But it's some people who ain't, basically. Like, nigga, you can't just get rid of the fucking cops. So, dude, I like, nigga, you This is the dumbest shit ever. You told me I had to take a stance. You told me to get rid of the police. And then nigga Trig, like, nigga, I ain't think you was gonna do that stupid shit. Like, I was acting emotionally because my little brother got beat up by a cop. I went and beat dog ass. Like, for me, it was over
2: after that. I um I don't know what Lena's is trying to do, but I hope it highlights the absurdity of of, of defunding. Uh, well, not even necessary. Like, first off, this is the worst marketing campaign in the history of marketing campaigns.
1: I want the defund the police advocates to come and say we have nothing to do with this. Like, this is not what we meant. We did not want to give Tracy five million dollars, nigga, to rock.
2: What you want to do is reallocate some funds for more city services or whatever, right? Yeah, uh, and that's cool. Or have the quote unquote the police department hire regular people and send them there instead of
1: y'all. Yeah. Um so many options other than giving Tracy and Duda or Tracy and Trig five million. But Tracy and Trig basically came up with the idea that they could start an organization where they got some volunteers from the neighborhood and basically instead of calling the police, you will call them. A group of random
2: volunteers from the neighborhood. You know what they call that? Neighborhood Watch. No, they call that the police. Oh, man. Like. When crimes are being committed, call us. What y'all want to do is get rid of the police and replace them with new police. Well, what I called it was
1: two T's community policing, nigga. Tracy and Trigg, nigga.
2: Like. Like, think about this. No, bro. They said, yo, here goes some piece of paper. Write down what y'all can do. And that's it? You about to send a nigga out there and because he wrote it on a piece of paper? My nigga, they started
1: minute one, bro. Like, they started the first night they created the idea, nigga. Because when, dude, I was like, trick why are you even busting my office? Like, nigga, I'm in a meeting. Tracy was like, no, no, I think he could help. Tracy, you don't know this man. At all.
2: You've never met this man. This nigga's a psycho. You don't know him at all. You hey, didn't. He not from the neighborhood, nothing. He from no. Kankakee. And he has an attitude problem. Like, Tracy, you want to get away from these abusive-ass niggas? First and foremost, the nigga from Kankakee. Oh, God. My ex-girlfriend was from Kankakee. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not Chicago. No. It's Kankakee.
1: It's for (laughs) sure Kankakee, nigga. And
2: then. That shit sound wild. It's Say it three times fast, fam. First of all, can't keep, can't like,
1: come on. Mate. Well, there's our, there's our pod title right
2: there, and it's gonna be three times. I'm gonna and. send it to her she too. <laughs> hey,
1: pardon me, pardon me. Um, so they came up with that brilliant idea. She
2: don't listen.
1: Then they had, oh my god, <laughs> she definitely don't listen. <laughs> that was fucking awesome, dog. Um, so then they came up with the brilliant idea to have a town hall at Papa's Daddy Church.
2: This nigga, like, he <laughs> yo, Papa Daddy talk like Jesse Jackson. What happened like, to that nigga? Is he, everything is, is, he, is a bar. Is he? Is he still stealing money? Is he still taking money from fam, drug dealers? Or? Where?
1: Where did Lena go? Like, fam, you lost the election. You didn't move from Chicago, nigga. You ain't still involved in the community. <laughs>
2: Lena is a master <laughs> none. Like, fuck
1: this shit. <laughs> yo, why is this season of Master Nun all about her? I've never watched that show one time. So I I actually loved that show, seasons one and two, with Aziz, who I don't really like stand-up, so I was shocked that I loved the show, and then season three, because of his Me Too, that wasn't really a Me Too, but kind of was a Me Too, eh, he kind of got fucked up in that Me Too movement, but because of that, he's standing behind the scenes.
2: Yeah. I don't know enough, so I'm not going to comment. Damn. It wasn't.
1: He got fucked up in that Me Too movement. I'm going to just say that. He got fucked up. And now he behind the scenes and the made Master of None about Lena. So now Master of None they got fucked up. <laughs> Which means Anthony got fucked up. Adelaide, y'all too. I waited three years for Master of None to come back, and we brought it back with an all Lena show. I'm cool. Anyway.
2: Oh, the behind this. No, never
1: mind. So hold up. So they had a town hall. They tell the community, hey, man, call me and Trigg before you call the police. And the community is like. No, you know how
2: I many. First off, Chicago is big as fuck. Fam, okay? Chicago's gigantic. You know how many calls come. Which through I'm L- glad Candy and, said to them later. Like, Chicago ain't no small city, nigga. You know how I many calls coming through the Detroit 911 line, money? DPD. Nigga. Come on, my nigga. Fam. Chicago, like, four times yo, bigger than Detroit. Yo, imagine being in Chicago
1: and, like, like them O Block niggas is on you and you call Tracy.
2: Like, Tracy, stop these niggas. Oh, y'all niggas coming with rocket launchers? So, nigga, what are y'all coming like, with? Like, what? Rondo number nine? You got, got a rocket got launcher? Big, niggas got Big Mike out here trying to do... <laughs> <Man>. <laughs>
1: what? Yo, why Big Mike was finna shoot Vic Mensa like that?
2: <laughs> like, nigga, you the head of the gang. You the man.
1: You're literally the head. Because, nigga, Reggie died and you had to fall in line. I don't get it. And Vic Mensa, nigga... <laughs> <laughs> why you let them do this to you? Cause I actually didn't,
2: I wasn't mad that he was on this episode. Somebody told somebody said if R Kelly was out, that nigga would be on this season of the shot. Every nigga they can get from Chicago to get some cachet. Like this is a scam. This is a scam. This is not a good show. It's a topical shit and you got enough celebrities in it for niggas to keep watching.
1: So no, nah, hold up, because we're talking about it being a scam. I want to play the beginning of the shit Vic is a Mensa pyramid scene. scheme, scene. So after they announce, hey, call us before you call the cops, we'll come save you. Me and Trig. Tracy and Trig. Two T's. Um, they shoot to a scene where Vic Mensa and his girl are arguing. I wanna play this eighteen second clip of this argument. Cause I need y'all to hear what this shit. Said. This shit was so stocked, dog. Listen to this shit, bro. You all, I need that for work. Fuck your
0: OnlyFans. My OnlyFans is paying our rent, nigga. I don't want your whole money, bitch. Then make some with your
4: broke ass. Hey, hey, hey. hey. OnlyFans, yo, chill, chill, man.
0: OnlyFans,
1: fuck,
2: chill. come on, come on hey. Let me go through that with y'all if that was muddle. I hope y'all want. I hope y'all understand the narrative that's been painted by Lena in all this shit.
1: Hold up, hold up, because we're going to get to Lena's narrative. Keep that in mind, bro. <laughs> that nigga Vic Mensa, whose character's name is Jamal, arguing with his girl in the hallway of they, or the stairwell of a building. She said, Jamal, I need that for work. He said, fuck your OnlyFans. Was it a dildo? I thought it was maybe a computer. I don't know. Could have been a dildy. You know what I'm saying? You never know. So he said, fuck your OnlyFans. She said that OnlyFans is paying our rent, nigga. He was like, fuck that shit. She was like, well, why don't you get some money, broke-ass nigga? And then he said, why you always putting me down? You're supposed to be lifting a nigga up. And that's when I had to stop watching the episode for a couple minutes. Because, nigga, in what argument have you ever said with
2: your girl? Why you always putting me down? You're supposed to be lifting me up. Lena don't want no black man on this show to look relatively decent or redeemable.
1: The emasculation is amazing, bro. Like, you have to fucking emasculate these black except men Ridge. on this show.
2: I mean, except Trig, And the only reason Trig is acceptable to look, because quote, quote of redeemable who he's with, because he's with a woman who's a Because Trigg's
1: the definition of hypermasculine right now. Like, the nigga's literally upset at life and trying to fight or kill anybody that's, like, on the planet and... Yeah, man. Um. So, long story short, Tracy and fucking Trig run up in there. Vic Mensa punched Trig and said, "Nigga, who the fuck is you? Why you running in here talking about stop? We can help." And then the girl, Vic Mensa's girlfriend, said to Tracy, "I don't know you, nigga. <laughs> like, who are y'all running in our crib trying to stop our our little situation?" But of course. They settled down because Trigg says to Vic Mensa, This There's
2: some after school special man, shit. Like, I don't want to see him. Get the fuck out of here. Trigg said, hey, I'm a
1: man. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> but the music that played when Trigg was telling that nigga who he was was some of the funniest shit I've ever heard, dog. No, nah, this is not a good show. No, it's horrible. It's horrible. And then after they resolved the shit, Trigg went home. Amani seen that nigga black eye. was like, what the fuck happened to you? He was like, we broke up a fight. And she was like, yo, Nuck brought a girl through the through the shop. I need you to do something about it. That nigga said, what the fuck you want me to do? I don't know. Maybe be community police like you're trying to be? No, because Nuck ain't going. He,
2: Nuck ain't here for no conversation. He going to pull a strap and I'm going to kill him. You mean to tell me Trig can't go on Nuck's porch and be like, Nuck, I'm a man. <laughs>
1: Why they make it like Vic Minsa would have went for that shit? Vic Minsa was about to beat Trig ass. Huh. Then all right, let's get through the rest of this shit. Dom and Tiff threw an edible party. This was their release. Basically, they everybody who come to the party get to try out all their edible treats. So Tiff, oh before the party, her and Dom talk, and this is what pissed me off. Dom was like, "How you feeling?" Or Tiff was like Dom, how you feeling? Dom was like, I mean, how I'm supposed to be feeling? Cause she knows that Tiff know. She like, how you want me to be feeling? Tiff was like, I mean, nervous. I guess we having our first show. And Dom was like, look, nigga, let's talk about the real shit, grown up shit. You know, I know that you know. She was talking about it.
2: the business. Like, oh, nigga, yeah.
1: Tiff talking business. Yeah. Dom was talking about Emmett. So Dom was like, you know, Dom, how shit. you feel? Tiff was like, look. I'm done being mad. It don't do shit but make me tired. But don't fuck him again. And this is where I thought Dom might say, Tiff, it happened before y'all got married. I'm with his dad. And I'm not going to fuck him again. But nope, Dom just said, I got my hands full with his daddy. God damn, dog. Is nobody going to acknowledge that this shit happened before they got married? Or whatever. But to that point, they just noticed how Tiff had a nice civilized combo with Dom. Hey, I'm not mad. It don't do shit. But don't fuck my nigga again. Fam, maybe if she had just sat down with Emmett and said, you know what, Emmett, I'm disappointed. I ain't mad, I'm disappointed. But when did you fuck her? Okay, it was before we got married. Don't fuck her again. Instead of, you know what, I'm going to go fuck Dante and let him nut at me.
2: Listen, dog. Fam, that shit pissed me off so bad, bro. I'm about to, listen, this relationship ain't worth saving. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The motherfuckers ain't been together that long. Y'all was exactly. on some high school shit. Y'all have a baby together, so y'all stuck in that in that aspect. Y'all haven't. This it, not y'all marriage ain't even two months old, and y'all already dealing
1: with her cheating in the marriage, him cheating before the marriage. Now Everybody wanna, a liar. Now she want an open marriage. Like so, let's get to it. So they had a party. She sat down, talked to two of her homies. This was a gay couple, two men. She talking to them, and
2: they were like, "Oh, you glowing. You know what's going down." Only good good advice and only redeemable anything comes from the LBGT community on this show.
1: And then, but look what they started with. They said,
2: oh, you glowing. Did you finally get some?
1: Alluding to her and ain't been fucking like that since they got married and she been telling people. They only been married 10 minutes, but whatever. So they like, did you finally get some? She was like, yeah. And they was like, why you say it like that? Because it wasn't with Emmett. So then they go... Oh, you cheating already? She was like, well, he cheated first. No, no, fuck, he didn't. Y'all wasn't married. And I hate that I keep having to say it because it don't mean that he ain't wrong. But nigga, you cannot find out I cheated before we got married. And then that minute, go fuck a nigga. Like, come on, bro. It's certain shit got to have a rule or a guideline or something behind it, nigga. God damn. So then they suggested that she have an open relationship. They said, hey, this is the only reason we even been able to be in a relationship. This is why our marriage has lasted. Because it's open. We honest. We know who one another fucking It's not with. a marriage. Fam, what's
2: the point? What's the point of an open relationship? It's what's not. Point? Like, if both y'all fucking whoever y'all want to, like, what the fuck? If Fam, We want to be business partners then? Fam, if,
1: if you fucking who you want and being honest about it with your partner, what's the purpose of committing to that? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not judging. I I don't get it. Somebody explain it to me if you live in that life. Because, nigga, why would I marry one person if I still have the desire to be with mad people and we have a relationship where I can be honest about that and nothing happens? Why am I with you then? Nigga, I could have stayed single and did this. It just don't make sense, man. But they suggested have an open relationship. So then she tells Emmett that. I want an open relationship. He was like, what? You want to fuck other people? You want me to fuck other people? She was like, that's not what I said. I just want you to be honest about it. I can't keep... We've been together since high school. Clearly, we bored. That nigga said, I ain't bored with you.
2: We haven't been together since high school. Fam, high school was 30 seconds ago. We started dating in high school. We were clearly a, broken the fuck up. Like You was living with another person. Yeah. Like he, we, we haven't been together since high school. Yeah. We dated... In high school. There's a difference. That's it. And we had a kid If while got, we were dating in high school. If I got back together with my high school girlfriend, I can't say we've been dating since high school. Nigga, we ain't been together in fucking 15 years or some yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: It's just really fucking weird, man. I, I don't. Logan and that shit. And when she suggested it, it was just such a like, I'm telling you what we going to do. We gonna have an open relationship, cause she kind of bullied that nigga into it. Like he had all his objections, and then at the end of it, she was like, "So what you think, nigga?" I said no eight times. Now listen, the fuck uh, you mean what I think, nigga? The fuck you think?
2: He go to he he, he go to um. This the shit I struggle with.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Believe it or not, I could be a sucker for love.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: However. I'm also, uh, like, when it's over, it can be over. Mm-hmm. And I cannot talk to you ever again. Like, what? why the fuck? I'm not about, like, what, what's so great about this relationship that's worth saving?
1: Fam, here's the thing. We had a very tumultuous, toxic, fucked up, wild relationship while we were in high school. We kept fucking on some toxic shit post high school. Then we tried to have a real relationship for the sake of our kid and me trying to be grown, and we ended up getting married. But if the marriage doesn't work out,
2: I guess you know let me, what? Let's walk away. Let me say this, though. This is Emmett's fault. 100%. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have fucking cheated. Yeah. For, forget telling her. There was no reason for you to smash Dom.
1: None.
2: She's not even cold. Not saying that if she was cold. Like, what was the reason? Yeah. Just because? Like, why did you do that? It you was, fucked whatever you thought was working for you. Why did you do that, nigga?
1: Yeah. So
2: none of this happened. This is all his fault. But now that it's happened, take your L's, move the, move the fuck on, man. And nigga, you know what? Because here's the thing.
1: What you did was you changed Tiff. Now Tiff on some whole other shit. And that ain't because you know what Emmett did. Yo, I got married because I've done all my dirt.
2: Did you see the preview for next week? No, nah, I ain't watching. Well, Emmett fucked somebody already. Oh damn! word? Yes, he fought. And she came up to him like, "Why'd you fuck Donna?" God damn it! Damn like it. I used to work for her. He was like, "Well, I didn't. How the fuck?" Hey, I'm,
1: hey here's the thing. Let's not say. Let's have an open marriage. then not get mad when I esen- open it. And
2: essentially, that's what he was like. Well, you got too much. He's like you can't fuck people. That I used to know what. Da-da. How the brother know that you? Used know? We used to work together at, at Old Navy or whatever the fuck. He like, listen, you got too many fucking rules. Man, what's the old open marriage rules? And then he was like, "Well, how, well, how did you know? Like I smell her t- I perfume on you and such and such and such and such." I'm like, now listen, what you want then? Because fine. So what you're telling me is a nigga that you know who loves fucking other bitches, and I say that purposely. Yeah. yeah. You're him the free pass to do it, and you think that's going to save your relationship, and that's the same thing that, that, that had you fucked up the whole time? Because next week, he fucks somebody else immediately. Yeah. And now you mad.
1: Yeah. When you fuck somebody immediately.
2: And... She says, How something about else. this? Let's, let's just keep it real. Yeah. I said this shit last week. I'm gonna say it again. There is an agenda to keep the black family separate. It's a real thing. It's gonna pit men against women. It's gonna introduce all these extra people inside of the relationship to destroy the black family. This mm-hmm. shit is t- this is. Terror. This is a terrible idea. All the carnal shit out the window about niggas wanting to fuck multiple yeah. bitches and do all the other shit. All that shit out the window. That shit is not good for us as a people. It's just not. Check this out.
1: So we started this nigga's character with fucking multiple women, right? He was always fucking industries, had multiple chicks, Keisha, Tiffany, two other baby moms. He was out here, right? Throwing the dick anywhere. Don't you want to see some evolution? Weren't you happy to see that nigga say... The reason we were disappointed in him fucking down Was cause like damn man Let this nigga character grow up But you know what He grew up He fucked down the one time He asked Tiff to marry him They got married He been faithful since right But god damn nigga Now we wanna throw that
2: nigga back in the He gotta fuck a bunch of women pool I would like, love oh, Emmett to be a fucking man And put his fucking foot down Fam, And say listen From the beginning No in this conversation Listen I don't want nobody but you I fucked up Again, because I'm a fuck up. Yeah, this happened before we were married. I want to work on us. If it's not me and you, and me and you only, then I don't want to do it. Yeah, and if it's not me and you, and me and you only, you shouldn't want to do it. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, this is it for the rest of my life. There's
1: nothing wrong with saying, as a man or a woman, let me tell you what's not gonna happen.
2: Period. What you're not gonna do, because Please believe what's not going to happen for Jay Johnson is that my bitch is out here. Well, let me rephrase that because that's not how yeah, I talk. yeah Yeah, no, woman, yeah, yeah. My woman, my wife, the person I'm with will not be out here fucking nobody else. And guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not about to be fucking nobody else when I'm with someone else either. And guess what else I'm not going to do? I'm not
1: gonna let you come in the crib after you fucked a nigga. Look me in my eye and tell me that nigga was better ahead than you. He came a lot. I don't know if he came in me. Uh, we had a ball. I'm in the shower. Have fun at work, nigga. Fuck out of here, bro. All right, man. Um, overall, last couple things. Hold up, real quick, real quick, real quick, because we got it. it. It kept getting ridiculous. So Trig and Tracy had a little, you know. Follow-up town hall. They thank all the volunteers, A. We know the first night was kind of rocky, but appreciate all y'all for helping us keep the crime off the streets. Um, They're only focused on the black neighborhoods because Tracy said, why would we focus on other neighborhoods? Blacks only, nigga. It's so fucking stupid.
2: One of the ladies like, nigga, how long I'm about to do this shit? Maybe I want to. As long as y'all outside, yeah. Y'all long as you outside, outside, anyway, y'all gonna be patrolling. Like, but what if I just want to go outside, nigga? Fam, that was kind of the whole point.
1: I just want to go outside and not get fucked with by the gangs or the cops. And I don't want to. I don't want to
2: proactively
1: approach the gang and try to tell them. Stop. So, dude, I walked into the little meeting. He was like, "Yo, just keep shit quiet. Keep doing what y'all doing. Stay consistent. This shit gonna work. I promise, nigga." And then Tracy was like, you really good at this. Fam, he said four things. and He a mirror. That nigga hit you with a damn uh, sound bite. And then he was like, yeah, man, it's been a long day. I'm about to go to the crib, have a nightcap, go to sleep, call it a day. She was like, can I come? So he takes Tracy back to the crib. They have a drink. They get to making out. They about to fuck on the window. And Candy walks in because she lit her because you married to this nigga. How did Candy go from being brought in as a photo op to an advisor, though? Like, help me out. Because they brought her back literally so she could help him build this little family look to win mayor. But anyway, Candy came in. She was like, oh, where was my invitation? Dude, I got kind of pissed. Nigga threw his shirt off. He went to go grab his shirt off the table. Candy was like, oh, no, don't stop on my behalf. Like, you know, I like to watch. And then Tracy grabbed Duda and started kissing him and they fucked in front of Candy.
2: And another married couple who was full of dysfunction. So the institution of
1: marriage is trash on
2: this bitch. It's 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 not there there's there's something going on. on no, television. Let's talk about
1: it. Let's talk about it. So Duda, fucking Tracy in front of his wife. Don't matter. Nina formally married, ghost divorce, remarried all within a year to Dre. Don't nobody even mention it. Cool. Um Tiffany and Emmett married for six minutes. Tiffany already cheated because she found out that nigga cheated before they got married. Awesome. Now she want to have an open marriage. Cool. Tiffany gave couple friends go out there and so much to say, hey, our marriage wouldn't have survived if we ain't have an open marriage. Cool. Is an open marriage and just being faithful to your spouse, like, is that not okay? Is that not okay? I just want to know if that's okay. Because it sounds like it should be okay. But apparently, if you're not having an open marriage or a dysfunctional one, you're not living in the shy, man. So, that was this week's episode. It was weird. Like, it wasn't even bad.
2: It was odd. What's the point? What's the I don't point? know what the show was doing. What's uh, the point of the show? They got fucking Jake and old girl getting closer and all this. Oh,
1: my stuff. God. So, she asked Kevin to be on her little school radio show, her little video pod, whatever she do. And Kevin basically told her, and they was getting along, too, it seemed. And then the nigga was like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that shit. Like, sorry. Because he's Kevin, and Kevin will never talk about his trauma, apparently. So then she asked Jake, like, yo, can you come on my show? Oh, she had read a paper that they had to read in a little in-school suspension. And they had to write a paper. And she read Kevin's and told him, it's really good. Like, why don't you come talk about it on my show? Kevin was like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that shit. Then she asked Jake to read his. and Jake was like, I ain't write that fucking paper, nigga. She was like, well, just come talk in general, dog. Sit down. You're talking to me. Boom, boom, boom. So, of course, Jake went on there. And that nigga told his story, said all the Jakey shit. Gemma reached over and touched his leg and said, I'm so sorry you went through that. And Kevin was watching the video with the rest of his class looking jealous. Then Kevin called her later or texted her later and said, hey, Gemma, I've been trying to reach you. Like, give me a call. I miss you. I miss you. Because I've been an asshole for three episodes, and now I miss you. Nigga.
2: Left on red.
1: He got left on red while his man about to get uh about to get Jim up in the little in the little prom homecoming situation. So all that to say it's a weird fucking episode. Um, they used Papa sparingly, which I appreciate. I didn't see Maisha at all, which I appreciate further, cause they have no point. It's not that I didn't like their characters; they don't have a purpose. So, like Papa's father had more of a purpose this episode than Papa has since like mid last season, man. But um. All in all, it's a very strange fucking episode, man. I wasn't a fan. It was a lot more trauma introduced. Now we back to the Trafkin. If you thought we got away from Trafkin last week, you're wrong, nigga. We right back. So uh yeah, man. Fucking I don't know. I don't know where Lena's trying to take us. I don't know the direction of the Shy. How many episodes do the Shy do seven or, or eight or ten?
2: I think they do ten.
1: So we got seven more episodes of where now feels like randomness, all to get us back to that initial scene we saw in episode one, where dude I get shot, Kevin finds Jake and Gemma making out, and Keisha has her baby. You know what I hope they do? Hopefully, that episode that all that shit happens is like episode six. So the rest of the four, because if all that leads up to a finale of exactly what we know is finna happen, this shit finna fail epically.
2: I don't want another season of this shit yeah
1: they right now they not this shit is pure. we love season one
2: and two. I can tell you for sure if there's a next season, next season is the last season It has no direction so i wouldn't
1: I wouldn't doubt it if there's a next season or if it isn't, it would be for the same reason right now we don't know what direction we're going with any of these characters bro well granted, this is from my point of view.
2: A lot of y'all like this shit. So, a lot of y'all
1: like it. Again, this podcast is our
2: opinions. Yeah, a lot of y'all like it. So, I mean, if you like, hey, it,
1: if you into threesomes and uh, open marriages and shit, this was not a judgment on you or your relationship or your marriage. I just, if you are into that shit, please tell me the point of being married, because it seemed like it'd be a lot smoother to just be like, just do what you do, single. I don't know, though. Y'all talk to us, man. Let y'all let us know what y'all thought about the episode. I'll be perfectly
2: honest. What's I happening? I don't understand why the institution of marriage still exists in the legal sense. Mm. Not only a spiritual and who you want to be with, mm-hmm. have at it, but in the spiritual sense, I mean, in the legal sense and why the, the, the institution of marriage was ever brung about in the first place, it's yeah. not needed any longer in 2021. I'm not saying that a man and a woman... Is not needed to be together because I 100% believe that. But I'm saying the legal definition of marriage is no longer needed if it's not what it was initially designed to be.
1: You know what else is no longer needed? Open (laughs) marriage. Because you didn't need to get married in the first place. Um... Either way, man, let us know what y'all thought about the episode of the pod. Let us know what you thought about the episode of the shy. And just let us know what you're thinking in general, man. Hit us up at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com.
2: Boy, I'll tell you this. What's happening? When y'all stay around and um, when Insecure gets back, yo, yeah, we in our bag.
1: Yeah, Insecure gets back. Honestly, bro, three episodes in, catch up on that uh, Run the World shit. Some good shit happening on that show, and it's in that same vein of I'm off insecure.
2: Tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow, man, so I might yeah I might stay up late and watch some shit on TV. Three
1: episodes, they half hours, easy breezy. Um, the they women are fine. Yeah. yeah, you easy. you can power through them. The women look good. It's written well. It gives you a lot of good Harlem shit. It's a good show, man. Really good show on uh on stars. Shout out to Run The World. Shout out to Insecure. Can't wait till that's back. Till then, we just floating the fuck along. Go listen to episode 89 and check out the best man review that we told y'all we was going to give y'all as a throwback. Surprise. We gave it to you, nigga. Um, So far ahead of my time. I'm about to start another life. Uh, Till next week, man. Follow us on everything at This Week in Culture. Email us at thisweekinculturepod at gmail. I'm Ant. that's Jay. This Week in Culture episode 165. We out.